Welcome. Welcome. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. SteveGubbsRadio.com. We are live here at the biggest and the baddest comedy club in all of Long Island, Governor's Comedy Club in Levittown, Long Island. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Something overlapped there in this. I don't know quite how what the hell happened there, but we'll, we'll get this back on track. We were we wanted to hit the 8 o'clock. That's what it was. We have a very special guest guests in the house tonight. Before we get to that, we do have to talk to about our sponsors tonight. We're going to kick it off as we always do. With Rosie's Dress Solutions, Stephen, take it away. All right. Rosie's Dress Solutions is a Long Island family-owned business that provides professional draft beer system services, line cleanings and maintenance, draft beer line system installs, event dispensing solutions, and more. They are passionate about craft beer and making sure it has the same quality as when it left the brewery and is only done by making sure that the draft system the beer is being poured through is perfectly clean. Rosie services bars, restaurants, halls, events, and all other beverage establishments, including home kegerator installs across Long Island and Westchester. Westchester. The best Chester I've heard. Oh, yeah. You can reach them at rosiesdraftsolutions at gmail.com or call them at 631-219-2075, Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mention the word. You're going to get uh, probably a, a back rub and a massage That's and, nice. and a discount. Ooh, so go to rosiesdraftsolutions.com and uh, in the promo code type in the word. Or just go ahead and call up Nick and tell him the word sent you for receive your percentage off your order. We're also sponsored tonight by Brewbag. For your beer pong cornhole, go to brewbag.com or go into our Instagram. And in our link tree, there's a very special link right to our page for your discount. 10% off your Brewbag. Go to brewbag.com for your outdoor beer pong cornhole. Brewbag.com. We're also sponsored tonight by vintagebeershirtclub.com. Also, the promo code, the word. Uh, go on there and get your uh, monthly subscription to some Vintage Beer shirts. Go to VintageBeerShirtClub.com uh, and get yours today. We're also sponsored by, and it's in your truck, Stephen, Beer Maker. You want to go ahead and talk about Beer Maker? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Beer Maker, an all-in-one all in home brew system uh, that you can do all-grain brewing. Yes. Uh, you could also do um, uh, extract brewing if mm-hmm. you wanted to, but mm-hmm. all-in-one brews one gallon yep. at, a, at a clip. It has its own dispenser that mm-hmm. goes in your refrigerator that you could pour the beer that is fully carbonated. And all the parts 
are easily cleaned in your dishwasher. Now, let me ask you this. One gallon of beer, how many beers can you get out of that? How many 12 ounces? Uh, well, I don't do math well. Well, if you if you look at it this way. <laughs> um, I don't do math so good. For for a, a growler, okay. a regular growler. 64. 64 so ounces. So that's about a gallon. So with that growler, mm. um, you're getting um, four pints. Okay. So. 16 ounces. Right. So a, a growler 64 ounces. Yeah. You want to do two of those growlers, uh-huh. and so you're looking at eight pints. Roughly. Eight pints, maybe like a shy uh, can of a 12-pack of 12 oh, ounces a doubt. somewhere in and, there. And this beer, make, you don't have a lot of loss. No. That's the thing where when you're No, there brew, was not a lot of loss. No. It was just we a lot of- We pretty much had a full gallon of beer of the five different- uh, yeah, styles that styles we did. That we've done. We got more styles to go, Steve. I got a ton of stuff in my house. I got three, I think, now. I'm backed up. And, and Like, I've eaten too many bananas. Two. And I have two. And you have two. And we have to do our Riverbend Mall, which yes. we have an awesome show coming up with a uh, a malt house down in the Kakalakas, right? Are they in the Kakalakas? I believe so. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're going to uh, go ahead and jump on, and we're going to brew a beer with their malt, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So go to BeerMaker, B-E-R-M-K-R.com. We also have a link in our Instagram, and promo code is the warts, like it is always. Go to the warts and uh, oh, promo code the warts, and you'll get your percentage off your beer maker today. Finally, we are sponsored by Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware for your large capacity, small capacity needs. We got Brewers Hardware on the hook helping us out with gifts back to the brewers. Thank you very much to Will and Darren and all the guys out there. Really appreciate their hard work and their sponsorship throughout the year. BrewersHardware.com. Quick shout-outs to Physics for our percentage off, 20% off your order. Go to Physics.com for your tabletop dispensary, and you can get beer right from your can, your 12-ounce, 16-ounce, your Crowler. Bombers. Your Bombers, your 750s, and you got a beer right on tap. Go to Physics.com. And, of course, we got to give a quick shout-out to our buddies over at Hopscotch. Hopscotch! Rob, are you participating in... We didn't introduce our guest yet, but I'm going to have to say Are you participating in the grilled cheese uh, super uh, crazy eating contest? You wish you were. Why? All I know is Sorry, I, I, I had I had gotten a text message from As did I from Paul Comsick. Oh, I got it from Mark. Yeah. I got it from Paul Comsick yeah. over, over at Ghost. Okay, and he said, "You got to come down, bro, because I am taking this another reward for everyone's Ghost. so cocky about it. And, I've seen a lot of people and, out there talking and shit. When he wins it, yeah, he's gonna just purposely throw up. No, no he, he's, he's gonna <laughs> tag somebody. Yeah. in the win. Oh. That does, that's going to be awesome. All right. Yeah. So go over to Hopscotch. Yeah. Check it out. They have a grilled cheese eating challenge for all the brewers. It's going to be an oh, awesome that's day. anniversary. And that's uh, July 30th, 31st. 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 That's right. That's why I can't make it. I unfortunately will not be here, but be there. But I'm sure Steve will take some photos and videos for our Instagram I'm, if I'm anyone misses going. I, mean, I want to be there. I want you to join. I want you to be in it. I can't, man. I know. I know. I can't. I know. I want to, and I'd probably win. But. Well. Well, let's get back into that later. Let's introduce our guest today in studio. We have Gary Rosen from Synergy Beer Project right here on Long Island. We're going to talk a lot about what all that means in just a moment. Hi, Gary. Brew Project. Brew, did I say brew? Oh, I meant to say brew. Sorry. I had said brew before, and then for some reason it came up as beer project. Because I said beer project. You did. You, that's what it, you said beer project. This is a brew project. Yeah, um, and, of course, uh, you guys may know him. It's a Rob from the Superstars, West Babylon and Lindy, yes. hanging out with us. We uh, ha- loved having you on last time. And, of course, uh, 
we've been in a bunch of times and, and gotten a lot of recommendations, of course, from uh, Synergy, from Springs. Uh, you work at Uber Geek, so yep, yep. <laughs> there's a big tie-in tonight. We're going to probably hear from Rob Raffa a little later. Uh, as, as people that know Rob knows, he has a child and a wife and a family, and it's tough at this time of the year. And he's actually moving. Oh, is he too? And oh, he's going to be Jesus. calling in with earbuds. He's in the process. <laughs> as he's of, lifting yeah, stuff he's in. he's lifting some boxes. Yeah. And gotta, as he's going to talk some like, science, you type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I, I think uh, – if if he has the time, great. If he doesn't, listen, we get it. We'll we'll, we'll make do without him. But thanks, Rob, for uh, uh, calling in later, and we'll talk a little bit about that tie-in as well. Um, a couple things for the people who haven't uh, been around uh, the show in a couple of uh, I don't know weeks or so. Um, we had some time off after AC Beer Fest. We came back, we did a Zoom show with uh, 14 Star. By the way, sent that care package out to them. Today, awesome. uh, I was away for a week, went down to uh, North Kakalaka, did not get to go see uh, the Riverbend Malt House, unfortunately. Um, That's because those wife and kids. They well, I had to, I could have done what I wanted. <laughs> but really quick, just as a wrap-up of, of just that ex- exploration, um, craft beer, as, as many people know, is not the same in every state, though yeah. there are some states that are starting to kind of um, – you know, move forward to what we're used to. So we're used to, you know, pretty much a brewery almost in every major town and village on Long Island, right? You can pretty much find what you want, even at some of the local distributors. You can find what you want at restaurants and bars. There is a good showing of craft beer. Um, When you go down to these other states, and I'm not crapping or shitting on North Carolina at all, um, it's different. But it, it has the elements of where we were a while ago. Now, uh, there's two shops down there I'm going to give quick shout-outs to, something that I was very interested in. I did post it on our Instagram. It was a story, so it's gone by now. Is that happening to make you pee? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, by the way, for anyone who's watching, to be able to get closer we to have a, a nice drip drop uh, coming down between us. This is not oh, the first time. just stop? No, it's going to fall again. So, uh, I went to something which is innovative. I, maybe it's me, just first time I saw it. Um, brew through. A drive-through distributor. It looks like a car wash. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's a converted car wash gas station. So you look it up and you're like, "What's well, brew through?" Now there's you know planes carrying the banners, you know the, those guys. And I'm like, oh, I'm interested in what this is all about. Uh, went down uh, to Kitty Hawk, which was south of where mm-hmm. I was staying, and there was a couple of brew throughs down there. Interesting gas station on the right when you pull in. Then you pull in the back like it was a car wash. And all of a sudden, you're inside of a distributor. <laughs> you're, you're just in a car in a distributor. You're like, what the hell? Coolers all to your right, coolers to your left. There's some merch and stuff like that from the various craft beer places. Some very, very uh, different beer. Obviously, it's very regionalized. They try to you know, spread it out. But it, you could find things like Dogfish and Victory and things sure. like that. Um, but some really cool things. Like I was trying to find Ouzelfinch, oh, a, a, a yeah. brewery that we've had on the show. Really enjoyed being at their brewery by mistake down in Virginia. They supplied Oozle Finch uh, at the distributor. So I got two different Oozle Finches. Uh, and then I grabbed something else uh, locally. I went to a couple of different places. There was another um, smaller mom and pop shop. They have two locations called Growlers to Go. I think it's Growlers to Go. Hmm. And it's uh, you walk in and it's almost like a hopscotch. Oh, okay. More focus on the taps for the Growlers to Go. Then the cans available, there was only like two or three shelves of cans, and that's it. There was one, um, you know, uh, uh, freezer or fridge or whatever, um, and then 
40 taps. Wow. Yeah, a lot of taps. Interesting, now, like, they doing, design. Do you know, were they doing growlers and? Um, having trouble hearing me, too. What? Uh, growlers and crowlers? No, just, just growlers. growlers. Now, you can bring your own in. They had the uh, 32 or 64. And then they also um, would allow you to buy one of theirs. And it was only like $2 to get the growler. Hmm. They expect you to like, you know, buy theirs, I guess, because well, it gives it, them a little bit it, of incentive. In a lot of states, yeah. you could only use the growler that is from a brewery. Really? The same brewery. Yeah. And, and it has to have the name of it on it? It has to have the name on it. You can't use it. you just slap the sticker on it? And it... <laughs> <laughs> Not saying nothing, but it, I'm yeah, so, I know. <laughs> so you couldn't bring a a blue point right to Greenport to a, yeah to Greenport. They would not be able to fill it. So State I law. think wow. Connecticut is like that. And I'm going to say this: one of the things that stuck with me is I brought a Greenport growler with me to Two Roads, uh, and they took our Two Roads sticker, put, put it, it on right the growler, on that bitch. and filled it up. Cool. And I went, why the hell they did Now, this was... Why did you fuck up my Why did you fuck up my Greenport thing? This was like seven years ago, six, seven years ago. And I just didn't get it then, right? Now I'm like thinking, well, that makes a lot of sense if that's a state whose laws say that yeah. you... What, what do you think the be, thinking be is behind that? For them... Sorry, folks. I know we're starting off a little they're, different they're, tonight, but I wanted to get into the travels sanita- now. It's <laughs> the sanitary-wise. Whatever product was in that went home, and right. now it's coming back with... The Could same, be the same, all right, and so quality control concept. Yes. So then, why is it not such a big deal in other states if that's really the reasoning? Because you know what? <laughs> is it really as, as we used to do? Yeah. You come in and your growler was dirty. Yeah. We would either rinse it out for you, or we'd say, "You're yeah, not filling that." We'll, if you want, you could get one of ours, right? Or get a crowler, but this thing is disgusting, right? And, and now beer What's is going to change caps. once it's in it. So I really appreciate when you go to a place and they give you a brand new new cap that's sitting in ISO or something, whatever they have there. I'm like, that just made my day. Love it. Oh, I love that this. this yeah, how many times you? Oh no, this this is clean. And then you take the cap off. Oh, and when it goes, when it goes, it makes that little. And you're like, that's pressure. Yeah, that's not good. There's something fermenting in there. Something that's been (laughs) cooking. And then you take the cap and it's black like veins Uh, or green. I had one that was green. It was terrible. Mm. And I went, I can't use this. I can't even clean this cap. Yeah. Even in alcohol. I mean, I'm just not going to do it. So I love when I go there and I find someone that has like fresh caps for me. That's that's fresh caps. Fresh caps. What it's all about, kids. So I was, uh, you know, inspecting all these different layers of stuff that at these places. And again, to me, it was just a, a different place. I went to Northern Outer Banks Brewing Company. I'm Tiny st- little place. But I'm still enth- I'm enthralled with this brew through. Oh, do do. It was cool. Now I wish I took video. But, I took a but, couple pictures, but nothing. I mean, could you see everything in, in the? You know, you could get out. You oh, could drive in. Okay. You could add. There's an attendant that comes up to you, which is very cool. She was very knowledgeable. I asked for local. IPA, something, you know, 12 or 16, something I could have, some low ABV and something higher. So I got like a 9% double, and then I got like a 6% lower. Um, And then uh, she just knew exactly what to go for. You Hmm. know, there was something here and something there and and a couple of recommendations, and I was good to go. But you could get out. You have to park up. You could probably fit two or three cars inside of the station when you can get out, shop, buy, and get right back in your car. But she did it right through the the uh, interesting the window, which was very nice. Because I had nothing in mind. I was just like, give me yeah. s- give me beer, give, give me, me s- beer, give me stuff through. that you would drink. Yes, exactly. Well, she did. She made the recommendation for the Usel Finch, um, which was a uh, peach 
uh, vanilla cheesecake fruited sour, which was f- dessert. Yeah. It was it was good, but it was heavy, heavy. Uh, my wife and I each had one, and then the other two kind of didn't make it through the weekend. <laughs> and I had other, I had ten people at the house, so it wasn't like we didn't have enough people. But it wasn't really the, the style that we thought it was going to be. We thought it was just going to be a regular, sure. nice, clear, drinkable sour, maybe a goza or something like that. Um, and then, like I said, I got a double IPA. They had Party Dinosaur, which was my wife's favorite, but it wasn't the Chili Flake one, so we didn't get that one. Um, there was a couple of you know options there, which was awesome, and it's just fun to do. You know, it's like one of those. Sure. And I'm sure that's why they have it flying in the sky and behind a plane, right? Yeah. Here's something fun with the kids. You can drive through and, and grab some beer and then, you know, hmm. have a good time. There was a drive through bevy in New Jersey up until a couple of years ago. There was one. Yeah. Oh. The one Do that you know I remember. Was? I texted him. Um, he, oh, he's getting it back. He's getting the informations. And my buddy doesn't remember. Oh. Uh, sorry, man. I it's kind of cool, though. She's drunk right now. <laughs> it was like on 287. Like, I, I forget it. And, and it was a regular bet. Well, in New Jersey, you have wine and beer at the right. same so on one side it was like wine beer everything and then on the other side you could just drive through and they would put it right in your trunk that's cool and i forget the freaking name of it sorry <laughs> I, I, I texted my guy and he's like i don't remember and he rob here's me. an idea for the next uh superstar yeah drive through uh distro drive through distro man let me tell you yeah. some guys right now if they wanted to just taking if, that if idea they, and running with it? Well, if they're one of their car washes doesn't make it. <laughs> yeah. Turn it through a drive-thru goddamn bevy. That'd be great. Linda Hurst is closer. Yeah. That's all we need is a society. I fear for my life every day. I'm trying, to th- I'm trying to think of where there would be a gas station that had a car wash that you could do it to. The one in Copeg, maybe? Right by where uh, Root and Branch opened yeah. up. And that's the other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, congratulations to the gentleman over yeah. Root and Branch. Opening it Finally. up. Uh, about a week and a half ago now, and mm-hmm. uh, I stopped over there. Um, wasn't I saw their post. You sh- actually told me the post. Like, Did you see that? I'm going over there now. I literally five minutes later, I'm in the car on the way over. Um, great little vibe there. Very, very uh, 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 Brooklyn-y mm-hmm. feel, right? When you go in there, it's all white. It's very clean. Little small plant on each table, you know, kind of feel. Um, but, you know, the beer is spot on. So... Uh, what they did and what they're going to be doing now from here on out is pretty much keep the hype that they have acquired sure. now over the years, and they're still going to do their can releases, and they're still going to have they, uh, proxies and people that are going to pick up for other people. I know. know they did a... Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the whole concept of, of what they were doing, they're not losing that. And I think that's going to be unique to them, because I know, of course, you got the hype of other half, you got the hype of other people, uh, but... There was a very specific kind of hype for Root and Branch type yeah. of, of releases, especially at Evil Twin. And I think a lot of those people are now coming out here, especially because it's a block away from the Copeg yep. train station. Yep. And that made a big difference to them to have easy transportation right out to the brewery. I know also with their opening, they did a couple of um, top takeovers. They did one at Proletariat in Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in that Manhattan. was recently. Yes. Yeah. And they're doing one this Thursday at yeah. Black Sheep Ale House in, oh. in Mineola. I, I, they have enough beer. I think they've been stockpiling because you had to see the cooler. I was peeking behind. I was like, what's in that cooler? Making sure they weren't doing the grand opening, grand closing type of uh, oh, geez, deal. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure they got packed. When I was there, it was mildly busy, but it just had opened within an hour. So, And they just announced it. So I knew it was going to be, give me two hours and this place is going to be packed out. Yeah. 
and they had nothing to go unless you brought your own growler. Right. right. And they basically just had enough glassware to survive. They, they, the weekend. Now they're doing some can releases. Well, yeah, I'm sure they had their can backs up t- backed up too, but uh, they were still doing their releases in New York City or yeah. in Brooklyn or wherever. Uh, but while they were opening the, yeah. on that same week, and then the tap takeovers and everything else, but they had a I, I saw a lot of kegs backed up in the back, so they must cool. have been hustling in the last three months, four months, right before the opening when they started their system up uh, to get beer ready to go. So a lot That's of good. big things have been happening over the last few weeks. This is the work with Mike Pete and Steve Gelsria.com. Uh Who do we got on the phone? Hey, how's it going? This is Rob Movie Geek. Hey, Rob Rafa, folks. Robbies. I heard you're um, moving today, sir. Is that is that true? Oh yeah. No, I uh, <laughs> actually missed the uh, the first uh, bit of this because I was driving. Uh, it's been it's been crazy. We were just talking. Show, right? has, has Gary embarrassed himself yet? <laughs> <laughs> I've said four things. Yes, <laughs> and none of them is okay. We barely even introduced him yet. We were just doing a little recap. We've been uh, we've been kind of in and out of the studio for like two months now, and really haven't had that uh, momentum. Though I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, our insights in the last week have uh, been great. When we have really had any great content yeah. out there, so uh, I'm liking what we're seeing. We're still moving forward, Rob. I uh, really appreciate you calling in, but let me get back to introducing everybody because obviously that's why we had Rob call in tonight. It's a big tie-in to our guest in studio, uh, Gary from Synergy Brew Project. See, I and this time I'll get it. Uh, he's here with us, and uh, he's going to be talking a lot about this uh, conceptual idea, this collaborative arm of Uber Geek that. Um, it's a very interesting business model, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that and your side of it, Rob. Um, but let's start with Gary and uh, get a little background on you, sir. Uh, how did this all come about? How did you get to this point today? He's an alcoholic. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that out loud. Well, <laughs> alcoholics go to meetings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take a couple of I, – I can't make 12 steps in a row. I'll, I'll fall. <laughs> and, with, and, without alcohol. And, and if yeah. you go there, you're a quitter. Yes, yes. Quitters never win. Quitters never prosper. (laughs) Well, for me, I guess many years ago, um, there was a man named Ed that asked a woman named Lee to the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, and I came along. You're Marty McFly? uh, Well, you know. (laughs) No. um, I've been into beer for a long time. I've been into craft beer for a long time. I met my biological parents when I was 29. They were very much into craft beer. I got a job at Blue Hold Point. On, hold on, hold on. I got to I got to back Sorry. up. Back up. Got to back up. Sure, you, met, you met your it? biological parents at 29. Yeah, when I was 29. You were adopted? Yes, sir. Me too. Look at that. Hey. hey we could have been uh, brothers of another mother. God, look at that. Man. <laughs> I guess there's four people on the planet that hate us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine so, was only one, so maybe three. <laughs> all right, there you go. All right, I got you. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's that's I I didn't know if that's where you were going, but interesting. Yeah, no, thing. no, no. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it was and I so always, did, and I always known that. So you went and found your parents. Yes. And you found out that they were into craft beer. Yes, there was. Uh, what, is, what was that? What was that whole journey to find them and get that gone? How did you even get to that point? It was. Uh, it was a long time. It, so I started looking when I was eighteen. Okay. Um, when I legally could, and uh, I found them when I was twenty nine. Okay. And uh, it was pretty interesting because I spoke to my mother first because you knew Ed and Lee, yes. and um, so I spoke to Lee on the phone for the first time. So like, do you want to speak with Ed? And I was like, sure. And the third thing he asked me was, "Do you like beer?" And I was like, funny, you should ask. And interestingly enough, I got to write, uh, you guys remember All About Beer magazine? Uh, I don't. All right. I, I wasn't probably, was, is it still around? I actually had a picture 
before I was a brewer yeah. in All About Beer magazine, I had a spread of all these bottles on my, my bar at You home, sent it into them? And I sent it in. It was nice. featured? Yep. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, so in Photo courtesy of Steve Paminski. <laughs> in every issue, like on the last page before the back cover, they would do It's My Round. And it was for non-writers that would just tell their story about how craft beer, like how they relate to craft beer. Hmm. So I got to tell the story about meeting my biological parents and talking to Ed. And it, and it was published a month before we lost him. And I think that's just awesome. Huh. You know, because he was a big deal in Long Island beer. My mm. mom was, like, Lee was a big deal. In, so what, what did they, they do? Deal. What was their... Um, so they... They beer and more. What? L-I-B-M-E. They were... They were the original members? They Well, they were original founders, and he was the treasurer for many, many years. Wow. Yeah, so so it's kind of in my blood, I guess, and then I... And every time I've gone to Colorado, I seek out Lee... Of course, she's been she's been with um, Flyco uh, Flyco for, for a while when she she left Long Island mm-hmm. after Ed uh, left us, and uh, you know started life anew. Huh? And uh, she's doing really well there. Is she still doing yeah. anything in beer? Yes. yes she's okay. Still with, with Flyco Brewing. Okay. And I think something else now. So here's the funny thing. My biological mother is the general manager of Flyco Brewing Company Tasting Room in Colorado. Yep. My biological sister Jill. Is the general manager of the tasting room Barkentine Brewing Company in Colorado. My wife Mariah is this like head of sales and general manager of North Fork Brewing Company <laughs> here on Long Island, and I'm the only idiot that's not running a brewery. <laughs> so Rob, I think what I'm saying is fire Genie and let me get off the oh, fucking streets. Let me get off the street. Um, yeah, that's 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 like the whole background of it all oh, wow um, yeah that's it's, pretty it's, cool and it's, it's pretty cool that that got published on the back page of the oh, the back pages of that uh that magazine that publication. yeah 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 it was really cool he got to read it and, and everything like that so uh after i had met him because i started out as a college professor and a therapist and i promise you we don't have enough time to yes, go into do. all of it um <laughs> so uh, i'll get back to that i got a job note. at uh i got a job at blue point uh you know so my first job in beer um, you guys were talking about growlers. I yeah. uh, I I filled growlers all day. <laughs> I did. I did. You'll get a kick out of this. Twelve half barrels a day through a jockey box into growlers and <laughs> through and a jockey box. I was in my <laughs> mid thirties and I had a fucking master's degree from Columbia and they were paying me twelve bucks an hour to do that <laughs> because because uh, the beer industry is awesome. I, yeah. Right? What do you do? You sat so there and you fun. drank all day and you made some beer, sure, right? Because that's yeah. exactly. That's what you do. You I just was, you I just drink all day long, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, damn straight. Because <laughs> because I wanted to be in the beer industry like an idiot. Um, so yeah. Anyway, to make the long story longer, uh, Blue Point wanted me to get into sales. They had just started to open up uh, Florida, and Pete was like, "Hey, Gary, we're opening Florida. I think you need to be our sales guy down there." And I thought about it for a day or two, and I said, Pete, I understand I'm a Jewish fella, but I do not think I'm ready to go down to Boca just yet. Um, a little young still? So so they were like, how about New Jersey? So I was their sales manager for the Mid-Atlantic, and uh, in about aught nine, I guess, I moved to New Jersey, and I had been there for uh, 10 or so years working for them, and then a distributor, and then another brewery, and then uh, when Mama Rosen got sick, I moved back home, and here we are. Wow! There you go. That's the that's the very 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 abridged version of it. And uh, while now I represent a couple of small breweries, I spoke to Rob 
uh, because I wanted to look at getting some different revenue streams in, you know, instead of putting my eggs all in one basket, I, there's a couple of breweries that I wanted to work with. So I said, hey, Rob, did you ever think about this? Because I know he did some contracting. I know he's making phenomenal beer on his own and from going from mustache onto his own and then buying the building and all and uh, contracting. I said, hey, what do you think about this? And you do this and I'll be kind of like the sales guy and that. And it just we really kind of meshed. And like I remember when I was listening to the uh, Springs uh, when you guys had them on, yeah. Uh, What's her face said that it was it was just very synergistic when they met Rob, and that was kind of like how he I said, felt. You know? Oh geez, that, I love the I name. That I name. love that well, word. I didn't necessarily rip it off from them saying it. So um. <laughs> sorry, dude. I owe you no money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it was just something that we both had the same visions and all, and yeah. um, and now we kind of say that all of our beers are brewed with five hundred pounds of friendship. Because neither of us are very, very slim. And I guess that's how I got here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get right into that. Rob, uh, tell us uh, on your end exactly how you fit into this, uh, how Gary approached you for that. Uh, Give me your side of that uh, that story that he was telling us. All right, so so Gary came to me on his knees just begging and pleading. (laughs) Can I please uh, be a part of this? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I've known Gary for a bit, and uh, you know he's a really charismatic individual, as you can tell. And uh, <laughs> now he he came with this idea, and I'm like, you know, this idea is really good because I feel like uh, there's a little bit of a void out there. It's it's a little bit of a unique concept, and you know, I, I asked Gary if I could steal it, and he's like, yeah, sure. So I uh, so we ended up uh, making Bar- uh, Gary via the brand ambassador uh, sales representative for it. And he's honestly knocking it out of the park. He's made so many non-brewery connections out there that it's, uh, what are we, Gary, what are we booked all the way through February with this? Uh, January, I'm pretty sure. Hopefully we will have a uh, the Wart uh, podcast beer or a Governor's beer coming up in February. <laughs> but, uh, governor's would have its own beer. We'll get there. I'm still yeah. tickling him. Right now, he, so. he could probably. I could. I get you the right guy. I get you a guy to talk to. <laughs> but yeah, we're booked up through the end of the year, which is cool. Doing one, uh, one beer a month. Wow. Yeah, and, and the other cool thing with this is, you know, we can kind of break the rules with what Uber Geek does. So we we kind of uh, not many people know, but we're an all vegan brewery as well, right. uh, Uber Geek. And with that, we can't use honey. We can't use lactose. And doing you know this uh, collaborative arm. You know, technically, it's a different business. So we can break the rules and we can do these things and use lactose, use uh, honey. Okay. And that's not under the Uber Geek name. It's under the Synergy right. name. Now, so, how does how does that work, you know, licensing-wise? It just falls under your license even though... Yep. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, so, yeah, so it's, uh, it, is, it falls under our LLC. It's uh, essentially a DBA. Okay. Here we go. Yep. All yep. right. Look, all, all, all stacked up. So let's talk about this business. So you guys have gone out. Uh, obviously, you've sent Gary out into the uh, the netherworld and told mm-hmm. him, uh, go find me people, non-brewers, that want to put together some sort of beer. Um, what's the pitch, Gary? What do you have to do to talk to Are people coming to you just because they know what's going on? Or are you looking for some specific things to get this going? Because you're on brew number three now in the tanks, I would assume, right? Yes. Three. Okay. Yeah. And you're doing this once a month, just the brew day. Yep. Then you got the the time in the tank, the canning, and, mm-hmm. and of course, Rob, you're trying to work this all around the schedule, right? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I had you on mute there. I'm also right. uh, cleaning a brew house while we're doing this. <laughs> <Right. laughs> well, as you should. That's what you do on moving day. You go back to the brewery and you clean. Well, yeah, no, so it's crazy. So, yeah, so I brewed all day, went home, took care of the kids, put the kick down, and now I ran back to the brewery to clean up the brew house, and after this, I'm going to go home and continue moving. So I'm going to go to bed at, like, 3 in the morning. You did it to yourself, Well, you're going to go to bed at 3 to get up at 4 for a brew day tomorrow. and Oh, uh, yeah, no, uh, absolutely. All right, what, what was the question? I No, I was saying, so uh, I was really talking to both of you. Um, when you go out and when, when Rob, uh, Rob, when Gary is uh, going out promoting this, um I mean, obviously, he has the backing of Uber Geek, the namesake there of, of the brewing expertise that you bring to the table. Um, when you guys first started this concept, were you looking to just get – I know you got the IPA. You said that was yours, right? You just – because you're a dick. Well, you just want to so get it going just to show it off, just to have something out there for people. In this day and age, uh, you have to brew an IPA. And I've heard many, many times on this show, many, many times on everywhere, brewers and owners talking about, I brew IPAs because I have to, and I brew these beers because I, I, I like them and I want to. Um, so from a strictly sales point of view, uh, and I believe it's still one in four craft beers consumed in the United States as an IPA. So Jesus. I have to That's a lot. do that. And years ago, because again, I, I kind of got into the industry a little bit before it blew up. And um, so I'm a pretty outspoken asshole. And uh, I got slaughtered online when everything was hazy IPA, hazy IPA, and I made some jokes, and I was like, wait till you all grow up, and you've been in this a little bit, and you're ready to go to loggers and all. And now all the, and I have the screenshots because I'm a petty fucking cunt <laughs> of all the guys that gave me shit that are just like on the crispy boy thing now, you know, but, um, so that was like I was like Rob, <laughs> I want to call it this. I just and I just loved it. He was like because I'm a petty bitch, <laughs> but I'm gonna shove it right in their fucking face. No, I am. I yeah, am. I you it. know what, dude? Like, there's hey, nothing better than that. Though. Yeah, you know what? I'm like, better. hey, I'm I'm gonna remember this. So so basically, I told Rob, I said, hey, look, here's here's this, and I was like, I don't fanboy over many hops. Nelson happens to be one of them. I was like, so I need an IPA, there's Nelson Hops, (laughs) and then we need this, that, and the other thing. And then I gave him uh, a couple of adjectives, and he put together a recipe. (laughs) Bright, yummy. No, no, it was amazing, because, again, when I go out to fancy, like, wine places with a sommelier, I want to give them five adjectives and a number, and I want them to bring the bottle of wine that's in my brain. Right. And I've been fortunate enough that that happens. So I told Rob, hey, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. And he came up with it, and I thought he nailed it. And yeah. it, was, it was, like, unbelievable. You know, so that was just the first beer to get out there so we could start putting the name out, and then we could start talking to some other accounts. So Build the portfolio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, Rob is a genius, and he's an incredible brewer, and he's the only person I went to uh, with this because I knew that oh, he would get Gary, it and he stop. could do anything. <laughs> no, man, you're a good brewer, and, uh, you know, maybe a race. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, did your did your wife say anything to you since she's uh, over at North Fork? So, no, uh, all right, the first beer we did before she was over at North Fork, and okay. then she got the North Fork job, and then <laughs> our second beer was gonna be with um, Nikki Bartails, oh, Sour yeah. and Sass, yeah. And I may have caught some shit. Oh, uh, boy, privately, a little bit, <laughs> privately, 
And now when she's done, like, she's actually in BJCP class right now. So when she listens to this in a couple days, I'm going to catch more shit. It's like, seriously, dude. Um, But just some things happened with some other accounts and what they needed to do. So we kind of pushed Nikki back. And it was awesome that this that we're drinking now was Mariah's We'll get into these beer. beers later. Yeah, exactly. So brought. so basically, this was like, I want this idea. This is what I like. Uh, bah, bah, bah. And Rob came up with this recipe and i think this is this is an insane beer rob this sounds like to me uh it's like chopped brewing do you do you enjoy that that kind of concept where gary just feeds you a couple uh ingredients and adjectives and and you get to just put everything together oh a thousand percent yeah so uh, absolutely so i've always said like uh so, so every tuesday night i uh, i bartend and it's like our small industry night, and it's uh, everybody's welcome to it. I, I get that question a lot where people are like, oh, can I come? I'm not industry. Yes, you can come. But uh, I, I, I talk to people about this concept of uh, limitations. I love boundaries mm. because it forces you to be creative. So yet again, like oh, like the you know, um, like uh, Uber Geek being um, vegan, vegan, yeah, yeah. So that's a limitation because at the time, like when I first started the brewery, everybody was lactose, lactose, lactose. So I had to find a way to be able to mimic that feel of lactose in a beer without actually using lactose. Now I, I don't uh, think we asked you when you were on. Did you uh, do that on? Are you a vegan yourself, and that's why you wanted to go with that concept of vegan brewery? Nope, no, I'm not a vegan. Okay. Actually, stemmed it so it stemmed from a conversation I had with my brother, okay. uh, my brother Kevin. He lives in Oregon. He's vegan, okay. and it, it, he had a very you know compelling argument. It's uh, you know, why not make something that's accessible to everybody hmm. by making it vegan? You're not limiting, like you're not preventing somebody from having it. Right. But by making it not vegan, you are. Hmm. You're preventing a whole community, and you know I was like, you know what? Let's let's just roll with that. So it actually has worked out really well because you know, there's a large vegan community out there that knows that our beers are safe hmm. as long as they have the Uber Geek label on them and it's not a collaboration beer. They know they can drink it. If the collaboration beer is brewed in-house, it will always be vegan, but right. if the collaboration brew, uh, is brewed elsewhere, it, it may or may not be. And that was my question just uh, for one moment. I was about to ask it and you jumped right in and finished it off. So that's really uh, your ability then. Now, uh, here's a question, so. If you're, if you're doing a Synergy beer, um, mm-hmm. and obviously you're cleaning tanks in between regardless, is there anything to bringing in non-vegan ingredients to the brew house that would tarnish that kind of purity of vegan brewing under the Uber Geek label? Um, no. So uh, I, I think say that, that he's kosher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to bring up the kosher yeah, thing. I'm like, frozen, but yeah. Here's the way I look at it. <laughs> Sounds just like it. Yeah. Here's the way I look at it. Okay. With cleaning these tanks and with brewing this beer, you have to make sure that the equipment is spotless to begin with yep. before you're putting anything into it. So any, it has to be free of any oils. It has to be free of any sort of contaminants. So if I'm going to that level of uh, sanitation, there should be no issue with any kind of crossover um, that you know somebody would raise cross contamination. Yeah. Well, you right. know the insides now, of a tank after cleaning is the same as a uh, operating room. True. You know you're at ninety nine point nine percent. Like that's your germ free. Yeah, yeah. You know so. 
There was a uh, 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 part of uh, Uber Geek I did not know about. I did not know it was a vegan uh, brewery. No. I had no idea. Mm. So, and, and that's the thing. I guess that's what you were going for, Rob. Because for me, I'm not I'm not one that would have to worry about gluten-free or, v- or vegan or anything like that. So it doesn't count me out regardless. And you're right. In the opposite direction, you're immediately kind of canceled out if it had the lactose or it had honey or something like that. And yeah, you that's, that's right. Yeah. And, and and we work uh, we work with a uh, food truck. I'm, I'm sure you know uh, Peach and Pine. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're an all vegan food truck, and they come to our place pretty frequently. And it's nice for their clientele to sure. come out this way and know that they can drink and eat and not have to worry. Right. It, you know, it's thinking back to um, had a, a friend, yeah, vegan. Okay. And he would come in and call. He would ask for me. And all right, point which one, you know, you would say is vegan. Yeah. Which doesn't have this, which and sometimes maybe one beer on our board. Huh. I could I could say yes. And now, is, what do you think the main culprit is? Is it lactose? It was it was several things. There, I mean, well, obviously yada yada yada. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, just findings that we would use to, uh, you know, ah, make the beer clearer. Yeah, that yeah. stuff is uh, is it's what derivative of um, fish guts. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize that, but a, a lot of breweries use that. I mean, there are other things you can use. Yeah. And um, a lot of breweries use that also, but. Back in the day, that was the big thing. Huh? You used mm. you used super moss or something like that. Uh-huh. And What's the alternative nowadays, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me. I don't use signing agents. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Love it, uh, Rob. So you know, having this uh, new part of the schedule going on, how has uh, scheduling been? Has it been uh, much? Oh, it's a tough? nightmare. <laughs> I was say much oh, tougher. It, it, it's a nightmare. No, it's, so you know we, we we brew our own beer, and then we also do um, you know uh, contracts as well. Yeah. So between Uber Geek beer, between the contracts that we're doing, between Synergy beer, it's uh, it gets a little crazy to uh, balance it all and figure it all out. So you talk about uh, your uh, your contracts. We had Springs on uh, Gunner and Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Nice, uh, nice. On the show we have, uh, a few months ago, great folks, awesome beer. We're really impressed by the Lightning IPA. Um, how how has that contract been going, and how often are you brewing spring beer? Oh man, yeah. So Gunnar and Lindsay, they're yeah, fantastic people, and they. Oh man, I'm brewing probably I want to say three, two to three different beers for them per month. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they're they're ro- they're rolling with it. Um, yeah, so if you haven't had Springs beer, you need to go out there and, yeah. and try some. Yes, you do. Um, I was just talking to somebody uh, right before the last week about that Lightning IPA again, and it was just something about that beer on that night just got me. I did buy a four pack a week later. Not that it wasn't good, but I wasn't as enamored with it. But probably because I already had it, and it wasn't that mm-hmm. first impression. But it was still delicious and. You obviously have a lot to do with that, but them also being part of it, and again, like you said, fine folks, awesome people, um, the the whole concept of what they're doing, uh, same idea. Have you explored other contracts? Is there anybody else on the contract uh, schedule? Yeah, so we do contracts for Springs. Um, there's a new brewery that popped up. Uh, they just got their, uh, their license for their tasting room, uh, Kid Squid. Oh, oh I did uh, hear yes. about that. Yes. Yes. So they're out in Sag Harbor. Yep. 
Oh um, boy, another fucking trek. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's too dense elsewhere. You got to go. It is uh, true, you know, though. You're right. Out to Bumblefuck, to have yeah, a brewery now. that is true. I mean, Rocky <laughs> Point is still. Are they still brewing? Yeah. Who knows? Who no knows? And that's another area besides like Po Boy or you go a little further out, and there's uh, you know, by the time you get to Greenport, there's nothing. So you got. Couple miles on that North Shore, you can go, but uh, Sag Harbor is just so yeah, far. Yeah, that South Fork. There's like the, <sighs> like those are the two that are brewing there. So far you know? away. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I want to. So, uh, what do you have going on with that schedule, Rob? Are they coming up sooner than later? What's the uh, the most recent on them? Uh, who? Uh, Kid Squid. Yeah, Kid Squid. Yeah, so Kid Squid. I've got something. Uh, finishing up in the tank actually right now for them oh boy they uh yeah so they've got an ipa uh, citra mosaic uh, i forget what else is in it i think there's something else is this their first beer coming out at this point this one no this isn't their first one coming out okay they've uh yeah so they've uh, got a nice little stockpile going because they wanted to have a really good launch and uh Smart. now that they're yeah now that they're open they uh i think they've got uh, Rory's going to kill me, but I, I want to say seven or eight beers on tap and ready to go. Really? Yeah. How, how, and do they have a brick? Uh, they're already set with their shop. They, they obviously don't have a brew house, but they have a tasting room. So, so this, so yeah, they don't have a brewery. So their tasting room is on Sag Harbor. And the way that they have this is they have an alt prop uh, out of North Fork. So okay. just like how I started with my alt prop in North Fork. After I left, Rory came in, Kid Squid. And uh, through his licensing, he can have a satellite tasting room, so he ended up doing that. And Makes I, I got to say, and, and this will be my soapbox, uh, <laughs> I feel like this is the new model now. Yep. Um, I think that there's a lot of risk in having a brick-and-mortar brewery, and I think that a lot of these breweries that are up and coming, they're considering the more contract side, the setting up an alt-prop, and having a brick and, and having like a brick and mortar tasting room come out of that from their licensing without having the liability of actually owning the brewery, right? And also so. to to build up uh, a portfolio um, mm-hmm. to, to sure. save money and to maybe not just open on credit or having a huge debt overhead, and eventually you know later down the line, just again look at Root and Branch, you know, spend how many years now in in that contract kind yeah, of mm-hmm. nomad uh, market, and now, I mean, they are pumped up and ready to explode. So sure. it's yeah, going to be a gr- it is a great model. We saw that with a couple of breweries on Long Island that are open now from that, um, and Springs is another one. Like, eventually, they'll probably have their own spot, but for mm-hmm. now, they're, they're cruising, and they're producing good beer, and again, under your leadership, learning a lot of stuff, um, going through that, and that's really what I want to get to. Gary, how much of the process with your, your Nelson IPA, we'll, we'll get, again, the breakdown and all that later, did you have in that? And how much do these individual non-brewery people have as input besides just, I like these ingredients and this thing? Do they get to go to a brew day? Do they get yeah, to be yeah, part of it? Yeah, 100%. And, and, and just real quick, like before we get into that, I think... Yeah, feel e- free to back up all night. I mean, I, like, I, I, I we say a lot of stuff really quick. Of, of beer is kind of heading that way because like contract brewing some years back was like a dirty word. Yeah. You kind of hid that and you're like, oh, I have to put it on the bottle. I'm dating myself. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, it was kind of a dirty word. And now it's like, no, look, I mean, I need, this is a business. It's not just, hey, check it out. Here's the new band that I was into before you. Here's a new thing. It's a business. And at the end of the day, I think people will give you... Hey, I'm contracting this. I'm doing the gypsy brewing, nomad brewing, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. 
and it's a little bit, you know, like understood. And for somebody on Rob's end, hey man, I, I got some eggs and some dis different baskets. Yeah, you know, it just seems to be money smarts. Yeah, but yeah, um, I, I agree with Gary on this. It's proof of concept. Yeah. You know, to be to be real and honest, like when I started my brewery, that's what I did. Yes, you know, I, I went out there for a year. Uh, under the all prop where I didn't actually have a brick and mortar and I tested the waters for a year seeing if the product would stick and you know it's low it's honestly it's a low risk high reward and when it hits it's like okay great roll with it yeah how many how many do you guys are aware of that have tried that and did not succeed I don't find there's all that many that do that but I, I think would it's a relatively say earlier um, yeah. probably about five years ago mm-hmm. six years ago there were several several but again Back then, contract brewing was a dirty word. Yeah, I remember sitting around with brewers that had been around a while here on Long Island yeah. and were very adamant about mm-hmm. people that were contracting and had a brewery and they don't even brew their own beer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even theirs. And, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. they're getting these accolades. It's bull, you know. And it, but back then, that's the way a lot of yep. guys looked at it. Yeah. Now guys are coming in, and it's a, a newer um, mindset. Well, I was just saying. But it's also wrestling, though. Like, yeah. wrestling was real when we were growing up. <laughs> yes, it was. And they kept kayfabe, and they kept kayfabe, and what, whatever. And then you had to peel back the curtain a little bit. Yeah. So now that's a lot of what people went, hey, this is this nice, awesome, cool uh, hobby and whatnot. But that's the difference between being a fanboy and being in this. And I'm mm. not talking ill against you guys that are tuning in but it's just the difference of like you know what my life doesn't matter about an untapped my life matters on how much beer i could sell mm-hmm. so it's a different thing in there. Real and life now too. Kind, yeah, yeah exactly so peeling it back a little bit yeah. now it's not as taboo it's like oh they sold out no they did well that's you know they're feeding also their family because there's so many now yeah and it is a more flooded market that that's what you're doing it for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're doing it not for the props like we used to when you had, you know, 10 breweries on Long Island. Now there's 60 or 40 <laughs> or so, whatever it is. Ish. What was the latest number? A lot? Oh, uh, on Long Island yeah. is over 60-something. 60-something, yeah. yeah. Yep. And the other thing yep. I wanted to say is, you know, you have Bloody. the fact that it, it is Uber Geek on the can. So if anyone was to say, okay, well, you know, Synergy Brew Project um, you know, uh, either does great or does not. The accolades go right back to Uber Geek in the end. Hundred yep. percent, and, and, that and, was the and point. that's why I went to him because yeah. I wanted to latch myself onto that. Yeah, a bit because Rob makes phenomenal beer. Yes, yep. uh, plain and simple. And like I said, he was the only person that I went to with this. There were maybe two people other otherwise that mm. I may have, mm. but it was Rob. Who were they? You're with Rob. Yeah, you want to know? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> Uh, so again, well, we'll say Eastern Suffolk or Western Suffolk. I'm gonna say or not Suffolk, Suffolk, at all. Suffolk and both of them are within two miles of each other. Okay, all right, so yeah, close. So yeah, okay. Um, but again, there was other things that kind of came into play and whatnot. And uh, for me, because again, this isn't my. So Rob and I both have kind of like an out. If <laughs> if one of these beers misses, you left your, both of you left yourself. No, no, no in the seriously. House. Like if a Synergy Brew Project beer misses, Rob could be like, "Well, it was Gary that told me the yeah, everything he wanted, <laughs> and I did what he wanted." And if I and, and and if I'm there being the face, I'm like, "Well, I told him what I wanted, but I couldn't do that to him." But like, so it is like almost like a failsafe. But like, I knew that having the Uber Geek on there, yeah, 
immediately gave this cred and that's why i went to that so he has some more room to play but it's like hey you know what you know uber geek and you know it's awesome so this beer is going to be coming with that quality it's just got this different vibe and everything like right. that to it you right know? so it has a, just a different uh, uh spinoff or, or like mm-hmm. you said it's an arm of a brewery mm-hmm. that is known and and established and that's what people will go to yeah, exactly. Um, um, speaking of awesome, yeah, dude, that third beer right now in the tank. Oh, yeah, we tried it today. Whoo! What is it? <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. But uh, you got time, Rob? You gonna hang out for the whole show? Or are you gonna? You have yeah, to... I mean, I, literally, I'm uh, I'm at the brew house cleaning up the brew house <laughs> okay. and prepping for brewing tomorrow. So I'm I'm here. All right, we're gonna get into the brews after uh, uh, we have a segment coming up in a little bit. But I want to kind of just kind of full circle the whole concept of this. So as you're going out and you're marketing this to Let's say Governor's Comedy Club. Okay. Um, what are the types of questions you're going to ask to the beverage handler about, you know, wh- what they would want? So I think a Governor's... Well, what's the pitch? Gotcha. Give, give, give us the so, pitch. So so a Governor's is a little bit different than a, um, you know, the uh, Black Sheep or, 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 or like a craft beer bar. Well, I'll give you this. You know, I, I bartended here for six years. Yep, yep. And that's why I'm, we're even here. Uh, so, gotcha. So I understand what happens here. When um, uh, the pumpkin beer started becoming a thing here, yeah. Um, when it was what's the uh, the not the shipyard, but what's the other one? That's no, no. The more like the it's almost like a uh, like a light pumpkin. Um, it has the f- sun and the flower on the handle. I can't think of the freaking name at all. Come on, it's a, they make other flavors other than pumpkin. They make like a shandy. They make uh, Lion Lion Kugel? Leia Lightning Kugel. Lion no, Lion no, 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 no. It's mm. it's uh it's it, goddamn yeah, it. I'll it's look a, it up. Anyhow, it's a know, it's a pull. It's a thing. It's a pull know. thing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as a bartender, that was so long ago. Yingling? Um, when no, no, no. It's a very common one that they come out with the pumpkin every year. It's one of the first ones to do pumpkin uh, in mass quantity like that. That was very drinkable, very light. Probably like a six, six, eight a- a- ABV, and it was all I keep going back to. Was Southern Tier was always that Southern one. Tier wine bar. Uh, for an me, early it was, one. but for um, here, it was like Dogfish was an early one. Um, Travelers? No, it, Post Road was no, an way, early no, no, one. way too more mainstream. Oh, it's like shit. InBev type stuff. It's like uh, you know that's who owns it. Yeah, at this I got gotcha. you. All right. Uh, so when that came here, yep. um, that was a huge moment, and I had said to the beverage manager at the time, I said, "You really start." to think about doing an IPA on tap or something a little different than Coors Miller, you sure. know, all the stuff. Um, because that beer, we would go through a keg a weekend. Yeah. Amen. And when we have a show, uh, when we have a weekend and we're doing shows Thursday through Sunday, show Thursday night, Friday night, two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday, or really like one and a half, um, you're blowing through. Yeah hundreds of pints um, to offer like an alternative of a craft beer, possibly local or a little more extreme to start to see how it sells, Mm -hmm. see how it goes. It was, it was received, but it was never put into place as far as I knew while I was here. Uh, Moving now with that in mind. And again, I don't know what the tap lineup is here at this very moment. How would you get a place like governors knowing that formula uh, to kind of buy into something like this. So, uh, putting you into the bartenders, back in your bartender job. Yeah, you're more important to me than like anything. Right, I'm, right? The, I'm the point of sale. Yes. So, just in any sales, I need the manager owner for one thing and one thing only. Say yes, and that is the word yes. <laughs> yep. And then I need bartenders, hostesses, and servers. Yep. 
And that's why we tip and we did beyond whatever because if somebody's like, hey, what do you love? And you're like, well, Gary just fucking was in here last night and he had a $30 tab and he tipped me 50 Yeah. You should drink Gary's beer because yeah. that's my fucking favorite. So <laughs> outside of that, but again, in, in looking at a place like this where people aren't coming here for the beer, mm-hmm. it's just what it is. You're coming here for the laughs and yes. the fucking great shows and everything like that, which is tremendous. So if I'm going to talk to you as a bartender and say, hey, you know, check this out. I have this idea. You know, we've been chatting a little bit. I come to a bunch of shows. I know you're kind of into beer and everything like that. You've had this beer and you've had success. So why wouldn't we explore the idea of doing a local craft beer where your margins are yeah. probably a little bit better. You could ring a little bit higher, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you have some of that also like that aura. So when there's a craft beer drinker just coming for the laughs, he doesn't have to be like on Yelp. Brian right. Callen was amazing. The but. beer sucked balls. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, but I drank Coors, you yeah. know. Um, and it's true, and that's that's how I they, felt as a. Yeah, per, I would have to go to Corona or Heineken, yes. which I like, yes. uh, which is fine, which is fine. But, but that's my my default to yes. nothing else is here. Yeah, so I would come to you and I would pitch those things, and I said here, like here's my big thing. I'm like, you bring this to your bosses, and this is your idea, mm-hmm. and you're a fucking champion, mm-hmm. because now, if they're all about it, you're a champion. And now you and your team are going to want to sell a little bit more of it. If not, you're like, hey, man, it was a sales guy. It sounded cool. I didn't know what you think about it. So you now have an out. Right. It's what we all look for. Yeah, yeah. We all look for that out. Yeah. You know, uh-huh, LOL at it the end of sense. every text. It's an out. Like, told you I was a psychology guy before nah. the sales. You <laughs> how, know, so- how would you go about, like, again, Rob, maybe you could chime in on this. Uh, figuring out, because we have three clubs. We have yep. uh, Bohemia, yep. Belmore, and Levittown, the biggest one. Um could you do something where it would go across all three yes. clubs, one brand across three I would clubs? Ask, I would ask, looking, like, what is your bet? Like, if your taps are and, and, and bottles and cans are not identical, mm. um, what are your best and worst sellers? Right. What moves, what doesn't? What is the feedback? That, oh, do you have this? Like, like, is there one beer that everybody asks for that you just don't have? Like maybe you don't carry dogfish. That's fish. a good. Yeah, it's like, Q&A hey man, you got a dogfish or something? No, we don't. So Jeez, that dogfish. We have to take. Well, <laughs> I would have, some, would have bankrupted this place. Like, exactly. like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, there's a lot of things that go into it. So we're gonna have to look at like what benefits you guys. You know, yeah. because that's what sales guys are there to do. You know, people like the internet and people like the Amazon and everything like that. But the feet on the street sales guys will never go away because people do things for people. And I am there not just to make my money by selling you more, but it's like, how do I help your business? And I and I mean that. So we look at what sells. We look at the, what doesn't sell. Mm. And so it's like, hey, if somebody asks for the Bud Miller cores and it's just that above everything else, well, why don't we take that little step up? Right. Like sometimes people are like, oh, well, then maybe you'll try a yingling. You know, it's that next logical step in craft drink drinking is I started doing this. Then I went here and then I went there and I went there. So, hey, why don't we try this? That's going to be palatable for everybody. Mm. The beer nerds are going to be like, hey, check this out. It's local and it's a call shit. It's local. It's a pilsner. It's local. It's that. Um, And I'm going to pull for that. And granted, while we can't match. Bud Miller Coors keg <laughs> prices. <Yeah. laughs> the craft drinker spends more $3. money. $3. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because it's a $60 half barrel and you get, you know, anyway. Um, but the craft drinker spends more money in any restaurant. That's, That's just a given fact by like a ton. 
And as soon as servers understand that, they're, they're getting tipped on a higher base. Right. So I'm just looking at what could potentially work for you guys. You guys get to name it. You guys get to come up with the idea on the can. But then our tattoo guys over at Notorious Tattoo, because it's been Shout a little while in CenterH. Love you guys. Um, you know, you get to work with that with the cans and you get to name it and then the tap handle. So you guys are there. You're like, hey, I think this is that whatever. And you work with Rob and I mm. on creating a beer that you want. And it's not just like, hey, here's blah, 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 lager that we're just going to call blah, 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 Pilsner. Right. Yeah. You know, you guys are invested. You guys come down. We just had, what, like a dozen people there last Tuesday? On which? On At Uber Geek, we had a oh, 12 yeah. people from an account in New Jersey come down, and they were a part of this. Right. So now they're going to want to sell that. Yeah. Because they... They were it, part of it. If I threw yeah. in a, a handful of hops, uh, like, because one guy just basically dug the whole mash down. He was super into it, so they let him go. <laughs> it was really hot. God bless you. But, they, like, now they're a part of it, you yeah. know? So I think just... Everybody wins. I like win-win-win situations. I realized I had to look at pictures of handles. Shock top. Yep. Shock top is one. There you go. All right. I knew it was a mainstream yep, yep, one. Yep, sure, it's sure, a wheat, sure. right? Yeah. Yep, it's like yep, a yep, pumpkin like beer. That's, yeah, yeah, that's Budweiser. Yeah. yeah. It had a pretzel on it, right? Oh, no. Yeah. It's like a half moon with yeah, a sun dude. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Budweiser wheat. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's Budweiser blue moon. Uh, Rob, so you, you've had uh, a couple people down there. Obviously, Gary had a little bit to do with the first round. On that second round of this, uh, and we'll get into the, the breakdown of these, the play like a girl, did you have uh, them down there with you, Broom, with you? Well, I, I think Gary can actually answer that one a little bit better. <laughs> play like, all right, so the did first two, uh, the first one was, was my ideas, and I said, hey, I want to call it this. This is my concept of the can, Rob, do this. The second one, because we had some accounts come in that we had to switch around um it was my wife's that actually works at north fork and play like a girl she wanted to do a sour because she loves stouts and she loves sours okay where i love stouts and we that love is sours. a that is a very polarizing <laughs> taste yes. profile yes if i gave my wife a stout she would like want to just throw it right back in my face <laughs> but if i gave her like a sour or a goes or something like that she's yeah. all into it i could never find anything in between maybe a blonde yeah, maybe, maybe a wheat, maybe, maybe something in there, light. She's yeah. okay with things like that. But, like, to go from those two opposite ends. Well, that, she's that's... also been in the beer industry for 15 years. Oh, well, so then, she's right. not so your she's, average She's found drinker. what she yes. likes. Yeah, so, she's had the time to explore. Yeah. So, originally, <laughs> as we were looking at it, our first two were going to be like, let's make amazing beers and let's get it out there. Mm. And then the third one was going to be from Nikki Bartels. Okay. And then she has a following, and that was pretty much all pre-sold because okay. of her following and everything. But she wanted to do a blue sour because that's kind of like her thing, blue yep. drinks. Yep. So we couldn't ah, do yeah, that's true. a stout in July, and we and we didn't want to do sour sour. So we were like, hey, guess what? You love gozes. Right. So now, for the beer geeks, like at least on the can, it didn't say sour, where the next one was going to say sour. Okay. We didn't do yeah. sour sour. So she's an incredible softball player, just... She's out of high school, 20 years, still holds New Jersey State batting records. Like, she's huh. badass. Yeah. So we kind of came up with that. And then because it's 2022, um, we could we could invent styles. So we called it a summer goza, <laughs> which is a little bit different. This is not a goza. This is a summer goza. 
because, you know, Rob did some magic in when he was trying it every day and whatnot and came up with something and said, hey, we made an executive decision, and I think it's incredible. Now, so, what would be the thing that turned that from just a Goza to a Summer Goza? What's that one thing, maybe Rob can answer that, that did that for you? Dialing back the salinity, oh, I man. think, right? Well, who, who knows when we're just making shit up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because I'm sitting here, and I, I've drank this whole beer, and, it's, like, it's and, I think it's, and I'm like, Man, I really don't get any salt. No. And that's pretty much it's, what it it's is. It's very if it's there, I my palate doesn't pick it up. No, no. Rob, you wanna you 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 wanna jump in on some of those brew day fun fun things that happened to us and what we did and you know, a lot of it was softball themed. So we kinda came up with like, hey man, all of us were like, We we need to put some of the um uh, sunflower seeds in there. Because, like, you just think of sunflower seeds and whatever. Softball, so, baseball, even y- y- sunflower seeds. Exactly. That's pretty yep. much what it was. So then we were also thinking and we're kind of saying words and we're brainstorming and everything like that. And we came up with, um, I was like, I just think of, like, somebody out in, like, when you're three or, like, four and you're out in, like, left field picking dandelions. He's like, well, that's exactly <laughs> it. He goes, dandelion root. And I was like, well, what? Um, so like Rob, when I want to go yeah, when there? I was eight, just kicking dandelions. Yeah, exactly. Field. So, so then Rob, you want to go a little bit more and how we came from a, a goza to a summer goza? <laughs> yeah. So, well, the funny thing with the dandelion was, uh, you, know, you said, "Oh man, dandelions!" And at that moment, I was actually looking up dandelion root. <laughs> so we were both on the same page. Talk about you know, synergy, even and that's all that this beer is right now. That's incredible. Yeah, so uh, making it a summer Goza, the, the main idea behind it, I mean, when you hear Goza, you generally do think summer, especially in the U.S., so it may sound a little redundant, but what we wanted to do with it was make it uh, more accessible to everybody. So, you know, the, the Gozas now have kind of become very lactic forward, uh, like Westbrook, their Goza, you know, it's fantastic, but it's very, very lactic. Uh, mm. Some have gone very uh, high in the salinity, you know, very, very salty. And we wanted to make something that was middle of the road. It was crushable. It was you know, palatable for everybody. So we went for light on the salt, light on the lactic, and just crushable for the sun, but still with a lot of flavor. And I think that the most unexpected thing that came out of this was the fruitiness from the dandelion root. So all that fruit that you're tasting, that's not hop derived at all. Uh, I think I, I forget what we hopped it with. I think it was just something simple like Galena. All that fruit character, that's all from the dandelion root. Yeah, uh, there so, was a handful. I don't of, even of hops in there. How, when did dandelions taste sweet? <laughs> <laughs> I never knew this. Very interesting. Well, we might have bumped a couple lines <laughs> of, of, of dandelion root powder. <laughs> That'll get you going. <laughs> a couple of those will get you going. Uh, Rob, stick with us for just a moment. We have a uh, a little bit of a uh, segment that we're going to get to here. Uh, Steve's going to ask some questions. I'm not sure. Do we ever have Steve uh, get a question for uh, from Rob out there? Hmm. We, uh, Rob, did you ever have to ask, answer Steve's three questions? Uh no, I don't think I. Have. I, I think that was a uh, yeah. after Uber geek type of thing. So, and I think we might have asked you when you I were here with yeah with yeah. Uh, who were you here with at that time? That was uh, um, did you come with Springs? No. Uh, where did you? The restaurant. Uh, oh um, oh yeah, he was with uh, American Beauty. American yes. Beauty, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, shit, yeah. uh, I'm starting to blur li- yeah. timelines together like it. crazy. All right, so let's uh, do a quick segment. A little, uh, you know how we do it around here. Uh, we're going to be right back with Steve's three questions. 
bring you a very special presentation. Three questions with our very own Steve Pominsky. Steve's questions. Three questions from Steve. Three questions. Steve's questions go. All right. Well, uh, Gary went to the bathroom for yeah. a quick segment, but we'll get we'll get back to him in yeah, a minute. Well, maybe you can explain to the audience if you haven't heard it already uh, what Steve's three questions uh, means and is all about. Well, it's it's funny because we, uh, I mean, I've been probably asking this this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna um, say at least this year, if since January. But it's I, it's try I try to gauge what the brew is thinking mm. like kind of what's in their mind what they're where they came from where they're going yeah kind of and it's just through beer just from them what type of beer have they been drinking mm -hmm. will they drink mm -hmm. you know um can they drink can they drink why they drink <laughs> it's all that but it's only three questions right but so, we so usually ask them one, one at, at a time. time. Yeah, because well, Gary's back, so yeah. yeah we, but we can start with Rob. Yeah, we're gonna. We, and uh, and by the way, uh, just want everyone to know um, mm. if right now, if mm. Rob and I decided to go on Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> Rob and I win hands down. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna say we we had a great time at Mister Comsick. Oh yeah, the wedding. Megan, Megan, and, and ah. Paul's wedding, and uh, there are many videos and photos of Rob and I. Really cutting the rug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely one of those if you know, you know moments. Hey, without a doubt. If you know, you know. If you were there. If you, you were know. there, you'll know. You know it went down. How was the beer, by the way, Rob, at uh, Paul's um, wedding? How, how was the beer? How was the beer? Well, uh, what, yeah, what was it? It was, a, it was an awful selection. I mean, <laughs> Terrible. I mean, it was something old. It's, it's old, exactly old what you'd expect. You, know, yeah. you, go, you go to a brewmaster's wedding. Oh. <laughs> just, just terrible. Just, I mean... Nothing oh. but sour. Is it full sour line? <laughs> no, it, it, it was all Roush beers, actually. <laughs> oh, <geez>. oh, no. <laughs> well, I, let me see. I was drinking those Montauk IPAs. Like, again, going out of style. Were you? No. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. <laughs> Talk about brewed on the East End. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, oh. All right. Oh, so, you're okay, the only one that feels that way. There you okay. go. I'm done now. Yep. There you go. <laughs> and he's out. Yeah. All right. So, Rob, uh, what was that first beer or what was that beer that turned you on to craft beer that you were like, wow, I got to know more about this. What's going on? What is this craft beer world all about? What was all that? Right, so, so, I, so I get a little bit of flack about this oh, question because, you know, and, and I get it. I get it. But still, um, I, I hear people say like, oh, well, that's not craft beer. But the way I look at it is this is the beer that got me into seeing things a little bit differently with go. respect to beer. With respect to it not just being, you know, yellow piss. <laughs> so, uh, it was actually Blue Moon that got okay. me into it. And, by the way, which isn't a bad beer. I mean... No, it's, it's not. If you but it's pick. also, it's a beer that is made with a different yeast strain. You're not yep. just using, like, you know, a straight pill, you know, straight, you know, uh, like lager strain or a Chico strain. You know, it has a specific yeast strain that gives it its, you know, its quality, its sure. characters. Sure. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one. I don't I like think we've it. had that one I yet. I like it. Yeah. Um, Gary, what was that first craft beer that turned you on to craft beer? So, uh, 
the first beer was is actually an import. It was, it was Paul Honor that changed my world. Um, Saint again, Paulie's? I mean, he, no, Paul no, I know, I know. Saint <laughs> now I'm just thinking of Saint Paulie's girls, and I'm like, all right. No, that was just what defined my, you know, <laughs> Paul Honor. Yeah, Paul. Like I, I just kind of, I. It was what opened up German beer for me, and mm. then I have to say. Um, a couple other imports, but uh, if it was like the craft beer, it was it was uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, like everybody else's. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but there you go. but it was it was also purple haze. Steve's questions. Purple haze, purple haze was oh, one shit. for me, yeah. and I got to say nice. that you know I never drank spirits or shots mm-hmm. or anything like that. I like like right now I'll drink anything with you know rum and fruity and an umbrella in it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> while my wife drinks Jameson, but it, it was purple bourbon, haze. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I had to be in Jameson class to be able to marry. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was Pauliner and it was Purple Haze and hmm. Sierra Nevada. Like they, yeah. it was kind of like that was what the hell's going on here? Yeah, you know? and that's what really got. What's me. this revolution happening? Yeah, Rob, do you remember? Uh, you didn't answer, did you? He might have. No, but- he can answer it again. Oh, but I just yeah. I'm trying I, to think of what oh, it was. Last time it was Newcastle. Oh no, yeah. I might might have remembered that one. The, the nut brown. Yeah, mm. it was the side of uh, Don Julio, by the way. Oh. Yeah. With Newcastle. Newcastle. Ooh, so. is it aged in it? Huh? Was no, it? I just used to get a regular Blanco. Okay, and then side of Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I wasn't alcoholic. Right? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. swear. It's <laughs> to wash it down with. Yeah. Shot the beer. Shot the beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mr. Rafa. Uh, question number two. What, at, as of right now, mm. what is your favorite style? Oof. Um, man. Okay. Oof. Favorite style? Uh, Ode Bruin. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, uh, and, and please elaborate. Elaborate? Yeah. Okay. So what, basically. What so is it about that? Oh, man. All right. So think of, picture that. Ode Bruin. Um, I'm going to I'm going to build a, pic- a picturesque scenery for you. Ooh, yes. All right. So <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Theater thank of you. the you, mind. You. <laughs> <laughs> so take take everything you love about a sour. Okay. Take everything you love about a mixed culture sour, you know, something with, you know, lactobacillus, pediococcus, cetobacter, all those delicious Farmhouse. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hint of vinegar in there. Mhm. And then make it on a brown ale base. Okay, all right, I can get there. It, I think I can get there if you if you if you steered me that way through the channel, I might be able to get there. If you just handed me that and said mm, I'd have to taste it, obviously, but I don't know if I'd order it by name only. Yeah, what a beautiful style! Hmm. I, I wish more people did them. I, I get I get why they don't. It, you know, it's difficult to at times to do the mixed culture. Um, I've got a ton of barrels that are just waiting now to be <laughs> impregnated with uh, some cultures, and yeah, so that's that's definitely the next thing that I'm gonna. That's be coming down the pipeline. Yeah. I yeah. see it, yeah. and Rob can no longer trust me in the brew house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 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 for those that I mean, I, you know, I, I, you guys have had my beer. So for those that have had my beer, uh, if you've seen my sours, I call them tarts. Mm-hmm. And the main reason I call them tarts is because they're not really all that sour. They're not really enamel ripping. There's nothing that you know besides like a. The uh, fruit that I add to them, or if I spice them, there. The, if I took all of that away and just left it with the lactobacillus, to me it comes off. It can come off one-dimensional. Sure. And I, 
what I want in the future is if I actually call a beer a sour, I want it to be a mixed culture sour, something that's got depth of flavor on its own where you don't need to add fruit to it. You don't need to spice it. It just stands on its own based on all the characteristics that have been squeezed out of all the bacteria. Here's an idea. Yeah. Synergy Brew Project, wort, beer, ready? Enamel ripping. <laughs> so metal in parentheses underneath. So metal. <laughs> so metal. That sounds like such an awesome, enamel like enamel ripping. ripping. And we make it like the tartest, sourest and beer that you could possibly put your vinegary. Mm. Bro, that's going to be my next punk band. Yeah. Enamel we'll get you, ripping. We'll get you to brew it in February and it'll be ready in 2026. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the mixed culture would sit out on a farmhouse for 72 years in a barrel. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, Steve. I think uh, Gary's. Gary, here. what's your favorite style right now? Um, I think uh, overall, if it has Brett in it, if it has Brett yeast in it, I love it. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Brett fan. Um, I like that funky, earthy, horse blankety. And again, there's so many different strains of Brett, but I yep. really like that. So saison mm. is is hands down. Saison Dupont is is gonna be my desert island beer. Um, Saisons are where it's at, but if you give he, me something with he, that, he Brett, basically and I, answered them Pete's with question. Yeah. Oh, well, oh sorry. sorry, not sorry. Uh, sorry. I thought you were gonna say you basically I like answered to fuck what Pete up would Every bell curve. Yeah. Um, that's what I like. I like that earthy horse blankety. You know, just a little bit of see, funk, a see, little bit of barnyard. See, for me, it's that cheese doodle and sweat sock. Uh, <laughs> I saw Valeric. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> so good. I love that. It's so good, bro. <laughs> but I like that in my red wine as well. Oh, you yeah. know, so yeah, so I would have to say saison. You know, is is is, is probably the uh, the initial um, funk I like. You know, I've always liked a uh, a farmhouse, or I've always liked stuff in that nature. Saisons, of course, depending on how much funk it has. Um, but once you start getting into too many adjuncts with that, it kind of takes away from that. True. And then I start to kind of fall off a little bit. Yeah. But like Saison DuPont is delicious. I mean, I can't argue. I don't think too many people would argue with that unless they just hate funk in general. Well, <laughs> they hate a well-crafted beer. Then. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stupid idiots. Rob, what's your favorite style right now? Right now. This is actually really far-fetched. Right uh, now. <laughs> actually, I actually had a new uh, from Abomination, 14% Rocky Road Stout. You could pour that shit on ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it was that thick, huh? Uh, it was, yeah. Hmm. So stouts are really kind of the thing? Right now, for whatever reason. Yeah, so yeah, I, again, them. in North Carolina, not to go back to that all the time, but my brother-in-law, stout porter fan, he fills the fridge with freaking stouts and porters. Yeah. And I'm like, we're going to be in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> but you know to what, be you honest, on a beach? Yeah, no, <laughs> it was actually refreshing to step away from an IPA because yeah. I, then I bought like, case after case of uh, Hazy Little Thing because uh, that's what's big down there. Hazy Little Thing is their uh, their Montauk or their Tiny Juicier, their whatever, you know, 12-ounce can of, of IPA, mm-hmm. 6.5, 6.8 drinking, easeability, everything. And it's cheap as shit. It's like $10 for a case. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll do this. We, had th- we went through at least three cases uh, that week. But to break that up. Yeah. With a nice stout, and they had a coffee porter. Yeah. It was actually interesting. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." I do, yeah, I do like the occasional kind of like, you know, reset 
yeah. to then get back into whatever it is. And then we had a couple other ones that were, you know, like like I said, nine percenter and stuff like yeah. that. Into the Void, which was actually really cool. Oh, oh um, yeah, that was delicious. Let me ask you a quick question. Yeah, do you drink coffee? I drink espresso. Do you drink espresso in the summer? I do, but so with milk uh, on ice. All right, so then why don't you like stouts in the summer? Uh, no, I didn't say I don't. Oh, I okay, just I, got I, you. I It was night. I don't typically go out and buy the stout for yeah. the pool side or the beach side, right? I mean, you uh, know okay, the beach I got side. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like them. I'm uh, sorry, I was just being a dick to you, no. and, and by you, I mean everybody that says, I don't drink stouts in the summer. No, you no, should. He's, he's um, the guy that pulls up, you know, with that, that cooler, and he breaks open a KBS. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I mean, that might be a little bit more. Like, 2019. But, like, again, like, oatmeal stouts. I, I, I love oatmeal stouts. Like, yeah. one of my favorite beers of all time was Blue Point's oatmeal stout. The original. Oh, yeah. The original. The OG one was good. Like, that was just insane. Mm -hmm. I could drink that. Was, and and now always, I'm fat, and I don't like the heat, and I'll drink it. <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> it's always been like uh, situational drinking for me. Yeah, absolutely. That, that if absolutely. I'm in a pool, I want something. Uh, I did, like I said, I did the sour. I had a bunch of easy drinking yeah. IPAs, stuff like that. Um, I'll do some Pilsners. I'll do some Kolsch's. I'll do all that's fine. Um, I don't typically just think of let's have a stout while we're in 90 degree weather in a pool. Yeah. But now that I did it, it was actually a great little palate cleanser. And delicious, and it really didn't drink all that heavy. I mean, it was like probably a six five or something like that. So it wasn't like kill you, and it just kind of made its way into the repertoire. It was nice. It's like anal. You you, you just <laughs> gotta get talked into it once, and, and, then, and, and then that's it. And then it's not just on your birthday. <laughs> and then, <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna take this ship <laughs> where you didn't want it to go. No, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> did we ask Rob the third question? No, no, okay. sorry. So Rob. Um, you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant. <clears throat> What's that one beer, other than something that you brew, that you would hope to find on tap? And it could be anything from anywhere and anytime. Whoa. Yeah, bro. That's <laughs> a deep question. Well, that's why we said Gary answered that question already, because he's, yeah. he's going to the desert island. With fucking deep on. <laughs> yeah. But did I actually make that on tap? Oh man, that's a <laughs> Just, oh. yeah. that's a tough one. Yeah. Stick with technicalities. Yeah. Hmm. All right. All so right. it's a <laughs> beer, <laughs> dead air, dead air, on tap. Okay. Not mine. Yep. That I'd be really excited to find. That, yeah. That's that's the question. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I know, dude. It's, yeah. There's so many. There's so many fantastic beers. This is a hard one. <laughs> there is. Damn it. Um. Shit, and I'm just giving you a ton of dead air. Sorry. Yeah. It's all good, brother. That's what editing's all about. And Mike's really good at it. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's <laughs> no. I wouldn't edit. All right, that. so I get excited. I get really excited if I stumble upon Curio on tap. I'll say that. Yes. Okay. Oh, nice. oh hell yeah, man! Look at that. Yeah. Rob Todd love. Woo. <laughs> 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 it, would that be it? Would you have to? I mean, there, there's, there's so many, there's so many things that I get excited about. Yeah. Um, let's would see, that be a that, tough one to find? That would be a tough one to find, right? That, that would, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saison you, Dupont. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I gotta, you gotta. That, that, <laughs> that'd that's be an amazing <laughs> beer. Hmm. All right. Um, Pretty good. I actually, so I did actually find. Uh, I had Saison Dupont on tap. Uh, at Amanda Danielson's birthday party, I think it was. Oh my god! Uh, way back when. Where was it? Uh, in in uh, whose backyard was it? It was in Dana's backyard. So 
So they uh, find yeah, Amanda, keg- Amanda from uh, from Hoptron back yeah, in the day. Yeah. yeah, they found a keg of it. Oh, well, the so she had a keg <laughs> of Saison Dupont and a keg of Sip of Sunshine, and that's like, oh. and that was back when it was like, oh man, you can't get this shit. Yeah, yeah. Half barrel or sixth? It was a of sip. Uh, six, it was a slim. Oh, mm. I hate that term. <laughs> uh, <laughs> call the <system>. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that that yeah, that was an that was an amazing day. Oh, even though it was like overcarved and hard to pour, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you friggin' scientist, this guy. He's just sucking off the, uh, the back I just, of the stage. I just, <laughs> I just love that he had to bring that up though. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't feel even though it was overcarved and fucking hard to pour, but I was drinking Doesn't the fuck it. out of that thing. <laughs> ah, just be in there, cornflakes, man. <laughs> That's great, brother. Uh, yeah. What is that one beer you hope to find? And it could be from any time, anywhere, any place. Hmm. So, other than what you're involved with. No, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so, I could tell you a brief little story about So, Jill and Kevin, my sister and brother in law, came down when I was living in South Jersey. We went out in Philly to get some Pliny the Elder. Oh, this Monk's back, Cafe. Back in the, no, well, no, well, we were at um, Local 44, I think it was. Oh, okay. Um, so they were like, I want a Pliny, I want a Pliny. I had lived down there, so I had had it a couple times. I saw this beer called My Blueberry Nightmare. And it was kind of an old brewing, like Rob was saying. And it was so much in it, and I got one of them. And it was like the most amazing thing I'd ever had. And Jill and Kevin, who had not had Pliny ever yet, pushed them aside and ordered My Blueberry wow. Nightmares. That was batch one. Um, I don't know. So if I ever found that again... On draft, I, like I've seen it again was, in bottles. And whatever. Who, who it was it? some Italian crazy craft, something or another. It was it was unbelievable. Wow! So back again, we're going back ten years now to ignore Pliny on tap for something else is a big deal. Yeah. Um, other than that, because that was just like one of my favorite surprise. Hey, let me try this. It sounds incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the standard. Like wherever I am, I want to try something from a local brewery that I haven't tried. You know, I mean, I just, I like that. I just enjoy it. So, I mean, I'm looking for something new rather than whatever. If I'm on a desert island, I'm I'm going to fight and bring my Cezanne DuPont. <laughs> bring that Cezanne DuPont. If, if I'm going no somewhere what. else, I want to try something again. I Like, I don't have untapped. I'm not, like, ticking. But I want to try something that I haven't tried yet. And I, hmm. yeah. So. But then you're stuck with it forever. On that desert island, at least. Cezanne DuPont, I don't think I'd ever get tired of. No. No, no, I'm, I agree with you, oh, but anything yeah. else that you would try. Like, let's say you're at a unlike, restaurant. Unlike when he gets tired of anal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then but then it's only on Mariah's birthday that she... Back to the birthdays again. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I just, I find, like, when I go to a bar, I do want to try something new, for sure. So yeah. I'm down, like, just, to, again, down on vacation. Uh, I'm looking for those new things. So that's why I asked somebody that seems to have a little bit of knowledge about things locally. You know, what, what would you drink, like you said, before or you know here's what i like give my give them the adjectives i like ipa i want something low i want something high i want something that's going to be uh really hazy or something west coast i found a nice west coast which was delicious this uh, i think what we were saying before when i was telling you i was the bartender here for a long time um that point of of reference point of sale when they're asking for those things those are the most important people to get to turn to people to craft beer and Rob was about to answer question number three. He's part of that business, part of that thing that 
yeah. really does allow people to have the moment. You take a lot of time. You take a lot of time with me, and yeah. you know I know beer. Yeah. For the people that don't, I mean, you are that first person in line to get that beer and that cooler yeah. to the person walking out the door. Yeah. Um, first answer Steve's question, then we'll, we'll get into that. Wait, hold on one second, just because... Uh, Mariah is now watching, so she goes. Okay. Uh, my blueberry nightmare is Barifico del Ducado. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and also, dude in a less than Jake shirt. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So that's my wife. All yeah. Right, now, now, now you got to stop looking. Oh, I right. love less than Jake is. <laughs> and that, that dude is Mike. <laughs> my. Well, well, she, <laughs> she, <laughs> I'm just translating exactly how she said. She's she, only allowed now. To she watch just got the done with BJCP uh, <laughs> class. So. Right, anyway, sorry. I didn't mean okay. to shit on your answer. I know. I uh, less than Jake's my favorite band of all time. Of all time. Uh, I got he into even, it when I was. has socks to have less yeah. than Jake. Yeah. My wife is a soccer for uh, horn section. Yeah, me too. She's. she's yeah, I'm a big Scott fan. Hundred percent. But uh, even it goes beyond that. So we had um, I, I work at Jones Beach Theater. We had uh, freaking um, why can't I think of the band? Uh, not Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Oh yeah. Oh nice, dude. Chicago is amazing, and I listened to a lot of the old stuff just from the radio yeah, growing yeah, up. My yeah. parents listened to Chicago and stuff like that. Never appreciated. The oh. talent that oh, fucking horn section has. Oh my yeah. god, those yeah. three guys blew me away. Blooming, I'm like on point. First of all, yeah, if no one's ever played a horn, you have no idea how difficult it is to play yeah. a fucking horn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A horn is not easy. It's probably the hardest instrument type to play. I play guitar, piano, and all sorts of other instruments. I tried to play a horn. I felt like a complete idiot. <laughs> it is. It's so difficult with the subtleties of your your lips and mm-hmm. where your finger positioning is, and it's not all the way. It's some of the way. Yeah, I'm sure. Forget it. <laughs> yes, yeah. thank. Look at you. It's it's to me. It's it's uh, and, uh, unfortunately I do know Mandarin Chinese, but to most people it's Chinese. It's crazy. Yeah. I, it's just stupid amount of of information you have to know for just a simple horn with three buttons. My son uh, had to choose for band next year what he wants to play. Drums. No, he wants to play drums. <laughs> drums. Drums. That's what I'm talking about. Guess what? They drums. only pick one freaking drum kit, and he had some sort of in parents paid off or some shit. I have a drum kit at my house. Yeah. Kid plays drums since he was three. Yeah. It, dude, are you kidding me? You never even tried these kids out? You just give that kid drums? Get out of here. Yeah. I think he got stuck with the trumpet. I'm like, dude, you're screwed. We're going to be listening to <laughs> forever. forever. He's, he's never going to get, I mean, I hope he does, but he's never going to. He's had a guitar in his hand. He's yeah, had a yeah. bass in his hand. He's had drums in his hand. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got that stuff in him. Give him something. I said violin. I was actually thinking that's a rough violin. Yeah. It's tough. Well, then you, you got to get now play nothing. with the I fiddle and get to the Irish punk. Well, yes, right, there you go. Oh, now you're talking. Mr. Old Tool. Yeah, you get a little drop kick, a little. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Molly, one of my hey, did, 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 we did, actually listened to drop kick in the pool uh, this past oh, week. It was like, the whole you album. kicking ass in water. Dropkick Murphy's in an Imperial Stout in the pool in July. You and I are going to be fast friends, man. I know we're just officially met today. And of course, I had Boston's for your wife. The Boston's to me was another one of the. OGs and uh, mm-hmm. R.I.P. to the Boston's. They're not no more. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, the, like those three bands, and I went to school up in uh, the Boston area. I wouldn't say I went to Boston, yeah, but I there. saw Dropkick in Boston. I've yep. seen uh, Boston's up I've in. I've been to a couple of home uh, Maine, Actually, I saw the Boston's. And Less Than Jake, I've seen every year for pretty much uh, since 1994 or five. Yeah. Were you I a s- Morphine fan? 
Are you of the mm, age of morphine? All right. No, not All right. really. I got you. No. Oh, shit. We even saw Lesson totally Jake different. last year. Yeah. yeah, we saw Lesson Jake last year, and I saw him this year. AC Beer Fest. Yeah. I played yep. AC Beer Fest. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you guys went to AC. <laughs> awesome. I'll tell you, though, in that whole thing, other, other than Mariah, one of my dream dates of all time is Monique Powell. Really? Say Ferris, I worship her. Yeah, she was very good. I, I one enjoyed. One of the very few people that I was awestruck I could enjoyed. not find words talking to her. There was uh, dance hall crashers were very good at the time. Now we're getting into like some deep freaking scars, <laughs> fucking cuts. <laughs> but anyway, Rob, what? <laughs> is yeah, that? Sorry, about that. what I am is not going to text yeah. Mariah. One and I'm year, brother. <laughs> Shout out to Mariah. I was Thanks say very much. Curio, but like me and Rob vibe on that. Yeah, yeah. But we actually had when I actually. First started hanging out at Uber Geek. We had some bread of mice and sours from Anchorage. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have them sitting in uh, cases, not light truck whatsoever. Hmm. And I'm going to bring them probably next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to uh, to uh, Uber Geek. In, in industry night. To the oobs. Do a little Good. bottle sharing. Good to know. Yeah, I'll be there. Excellent. Right. Excellent. Hey, hey, Mike. Yeah, yeah. What would be that one beer right now that you would? Right what, now, that you would hope to have on tap, on tap, shit, because it's gonna be like and you, that. You, that's a question. You that's see, like fucking dogfish sixty. I'm gonna no, no. fucking punch <laughs> you right in the head because he loves that beer so much. I do. It's a good beer. I do it, love it that is. beer so much. Good hand. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back to uh, Barry and Sand City Collab Ishkray. Ishkray. That Ishkray was fantastic. Rob, you okay? What's up? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, dude, we just heard yeah. something. Did you flush? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. I'm actually milling grain right now. I just oh. threw myself <laughs> off of mute for a second. <laughs> no, that was awesome. I, I thought maybe you fell or so, something. Your arm went in there or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I whatever you see. stomach. If you want easy promotion, videotape it and send it to Work Wrangler. If anything goes wrong, he'll repost it. Guaranteed, it'll be 100 likes Within 24 hours. Thousands of likes. <laughs> yeah, thousands no, of likes. Like that clip I sent you the other day. And I sent one to him, and he reposted it immediately. What? Did you see that? What a fucking save on that guy. Dude, that, the amount dudes. of beer and the pressure coming out of that thing. Yeah. Was that a tri-clamp uh, that they threw on yes. that? And tri- yeah, yes. so it was. It was a stop. So they had a 40-barrel tank. Lost its, it lost its uh, freaking uh, Zwickle. Oof. So now it's just... Going out, yeah. Coming Ugh. out, and these guys fought like a fire it. Fire hose. They wind up getting a valve Two on guys, it. Right? Had the valve open, got it on, got a tri clamp, and then <laughs> shut it. Yeah. Probably lost, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 gallons. Mm, yeah, I mean, kind of like quick. when I met Monique Powell. Yeah. <laughs> you lost 30, 40 gallons? You lost 30, 40 <laughs> gallons right in your pants. <laughs> <He's getting laughs> so yeah. Right in the pants. Sorry. I told you I'm going to steer the ship into uncharted water. Those are some saturated socks, let me tell you. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, they were why why would you walk to you socks squish? Ma, don't touch those socks. <laughs> don't touch them. I'm going to lean them up against the wall for a little bit. Those are my special socks. <laughs> They're walking on their own. <laughs> Um, Rob, so uh, let's get into some beer here. Um, so so we how, hope- did the, how did the sperm get across the road? In my sock. <laughs> 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 um, the first beer that you guys had brewed uh, together with Gary was the, uh, the Nelson Hop IPA. Talk to me about this. I know he was telling us before that he gave you, uh, you know, a couple of concepts, some ingredients, some adjectives. How did you come up with the um, recipe for this? Oh, man. Okay, so 
yeah, Gary Gary gave me a bunch of buzzwords and things, and uh, I don't know, it, it kind of just brought an image of... Buzzword. Sweat. <laughs> the password is foreskin. <laughs> Jesus. It's grape. a vegan brewery, though. No. no. <laughs> it's a grape. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so so he's he's saying all these words and he's saying words at me. <laughs> he's just throwing words. Yeah, exactly. He he, he whipped out a, uh, a dictionary. He's just you know picking a page. He ripped out um, a Tyrannosaurus. I mean yeah. a thesaurus. <laughs> so yeah, so he's throwing all these words at me, and and I guess it's um, it just triggers uh, I don't know my inner brewer. I, I feel like a lot of brewers out there they have a hard time appreciating beer sometimes they kind of sit there and they're always over analyzing things mm. so he's throwing all these words at me and it's just kind of drawing up some imagery and um eventually it just kind of pieced together this beer and it's all based on just uh i guess i don't know the god I'm, I'm almost i'm almost a decade into this now brewing and uh, based on all of my experiences i'm just like all right uh that word triggers this memory from this kind of beer. That triggers this. And then it's like, all right. And Gary was like, oh, I really want Nelson in there. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll totally highlight that as well. And it just kind of was born from that. So hmm. I'm, I'm not one of those people. I don't do pilot batches on things. Um, I love that, you, bro. Yeah. I never did either. Walls to the wall. Never did either. It is what it is. Yeah. It's, and... Um, well, that's trust I, I in your craft, right? That's trust in your exactly. skill set. Yeah. You know you trust it. Like, I know if I do this, this, and this, this is the way it's going to go, the direction. I have some leeway here and there. I got a little sliding scale of, you know, could it be a little mm -hmm. more this, a little bit of that? I know what to do if it goes to there and pull it to there. But that's trust in your skill, dude. That's, that's again, 10 years, a decade worth of uh, experience. And you went out on a limb with, with, with like, the oats and the white wheat. Like, because when then you told me that part, I was like, holy crap. And oh yeah, I was yeah. also trying to break my mash down. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because like <laughs> that first beer, I think you said you put in thirty percent more oats and wheat than you ever had in any other brew. Jesus. Yeah, I was I was starting to max <laughs> things out, and I'm just like I, I felt like I was going a little crazy. And I mean, for those of you out there that have had a stuck mash, and especially a stuck mash on the commercial side without rakes, okay. um, I just really wanted rake. to avoid that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially since I need to be home by four o'clock to get a kid off the bus. You know, <laughs> tempting the beast. Tempting the beast. Slate it. So what? What I ended up doing actually, uh, I reached out to Paul Kamzik yeah. because Paul also is a bit of an eccentric, uh, like like myself. And if if anybody had done the numbers that I was trying to do, it would have been Paul. Yeah. <laughs> and he talked me off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I totally scaled everything back because uh, I was I was about to just jump in and do something stupid. What was I trying to? I was trying to do like fifty or sixty percent flaked wheat. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's cut that yeah, in half. And, and, let's go down and, to twenty five. Dumbass, I probably wouldn't have thrown rice holes in at all. <laughs> uh, oh man, actually, all right, ready for this? One yeah. of the craziest uh, ways I ever freed up a stuck mash was uh, way back in the day when I was brewing on the uh, the Blickman pilot, pilot system. Wait, can I guess what had... you used? What's that? Can I guess what you used? Yeah, sure. Did you use a uh, one of those plumbing tools to uh, get rid of uh, crap in a pipe? A snake? A snake. Nope, even uh, better. Oh. Yeah, so, let me, so let me show you another picture. So the <laughs> okay. Blickman system, yeah. the two-barrel with the, the two, with the extensions on the top. 
So okay. if you've ever seen this thing, it's uh, it stands. Oh, geez, it's probably about five to six feet tall. Okay, and then put it on top of a two foot uh, burner. Okay, All right. So it's this one wasn't it, it didn't actually have the burner uh, heating up on the mastodon, but you know just we're visualizing height here. This thing's about you know eight feet high roughly. So we've got a stuck mash, and the thing is. God, I want to say it's like 7,000% rye. And <laughs> I, w- I just walked right into that one. Yeah, you should <laughs> the beta glucans are just th- off the charts. And I remember being desperate and be like, I, we need to free this up. This has got to get free. So, what did my dumbass come up with? I, um, I grabbed a black garbage bag. And I put it over my arm in the upper half of my body. <laughs> and I decided to invert my body through the top and down into the mash so that I can push my hand all the way to the bottom to the false screen, to the false bottom, and scratch at it. <laughs> now, so that how, you know, how the liquid hot is it actually, in there? It's you know, giving birth oh, to it was a incredibly calf? hot. Oh, it's, it's, it was a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a worse idea than Wait, watching. I want to know how Billy. you suspended yourself. How how tall was this thing? The, the, no, this thing was like eight feet. I was I was inverted in this thing. It was it was stupid. Oh my god. It, the, one of the worst. So that was we were found the, dead in <laughs> mesh time. This is Face so tough. Down in the. Apprentice decides to brew a beer with remains. <laughs> yeah, so so you know, I, I instantly regretted my decision as soon as I did that. Um, did I get it free? No, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> and that's the sad part. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> no, you never but, lose. Uh, you just I, learn lessons. Yeah, I, I remember taking. Um, never do that I again. I took. I took mesh screens to kind of like filter it out one handful at a time to see if I could actually still get the beer brewed. The beer was eventually brewed. It, it actually took about 18 hours, the whole entire brew day. Oh, my God. Jesus. You're and glutton for punishment, the, aren't you? It, it, it's crazy because the amount of slickness from the rye was so off the charts from any rye beer I've ever had to the point where we thought it was bad. Like, oh, this beer's <laughs> terrible. We, we we ruined this beer. But in retrospect, I don't think we did. I think we just, like, went absolutely crazy with rye slickness. And huh. we just never have experienced that much before. And you so. eventually put that out. What was what was that beer? That beer was uh, You'll Shoot Your Rye Out. Remember <laughs> that back in the day? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember that beer. So you want to be a brewer, do you? Yeah. So, so you want to be a brewer. want to be a brewer. Oh. So... So, Rob, can you just also kind of refresh my memory? Because when we were talking and we were going back and forth on uh, Hops for People 2 and you were looking for another hop, like, I wasn't familiar with Brew 1 at oh, that time. Oh, yeah, Brew 1. Okay, and, uh, so shout out to uh, – oh, sorry. Yeah, continue. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was cool because, like, I wasn't familiar with that, but you're like, yo, I really think this is going to complement, ne- like, like the Nelson and everything like that. And, again, that – is an incredible hop, and I like I wasn't familiar with it, so that was my first ex- experience. Like I don't know if you guys like are you guys familiar with Brew One? Because I wasn't at, at that no. time, and it was just Man. like incredible. And then when we smelled them together, holy yeah. shit! Like that was like a a different moment. Like that was like a moment in my beer life that was like holy shit. Yeah, Brew One is a is a really nice hop, and um, 
I would say that hops are people too. Hold on, it's going to sound like I'm falling into a mill. I'm just turning it off. <laughs> <laughs> Again? No. There we go. Um, so that, that was the second time that I've used brew on a beer. The first beer that I've done it with is a casualty of circumstance. It's our, I guess, more sessionable IPA at uh, 6.4 percent. Yeah, you know, but, uh, sessionable. Yeah, more sessionable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but shout outs to um, Mark from Kings Park Brewing. Ah. So he's 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 another one of our contracts. Can, can I say something really quick? Do you know, I don't know if Steve even knows this, do you know that Mark's show, Kings Park Brewing, on our program, is the most listened to show ever? Wow. It has like something like over 500 downloads just that Jeez. episode. Just I, wait till this he, is released. I don't did he know. Somebody? Challenge accepted. I think was that when Challenge we did that snuff, <laughs> that snuff film type I, of thing. Yeah, no, no, we no, murdered no. somebody live on air. Was I think that, that was. Wait, no, and if I'm not mistaken, it's one of the last shows before COVID. Oh, it was the Eastern Front was our official last show before COVID, and they were he was right before that, and I forget who else was on it with him, but I look at the numbers sometimes, and I go back and I go, that's still number one. Like there's some that are creeping up there, but. Fi- over awesome. I think it was over I'll, 500 downloads. Awesome. I know. I wanted to reach out to him recently and, and show him, like, uh, uh, analytics or something like that. Like, dude, I don't know who you told, <laughs> <laughs> but everyone li- – you, whoever you told, everyone listened. It was it, – it's still to this day the number one downloaded episode. And you would never think just Kings Park, again, another contract brewery. Yeah. you know, And that's why we don't give up on these kind of projects because this is the type of stuff that even – People that aren't in the industry are listening to. I would say our our audience is about fifty fifty to this point. Of uh, we we have a lot of breweries listening to us for sure because obviously they want to listen to their show. But again, they also want to hear some of the secrets and hear some of the the information stuff from other brewers. This is that kind of like centralized collaboration. But there's a ton of other people that want to just know what our original intention was for this show. It was to bring that idea to the audience that doesn't get that experience at the brewery. You know, you don't have that opportunity to be one-on-one with a brewer to find out every question you could possibly have. And they all do. They all want to be one-on-one with the brewer. It's so difficult. Hey, is the brewer here? No. Hey, is he? No. And listen, li- fine. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> yeah. asking. He's home moving yeah. <laughs> before he has to get back to work. Yeah. He's inverted in a Blickman right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my first question. Blickman. <laughs> <laughs> that's my first question. What's a Blickman? Oh, like, oh, oh fuck. Come on. Oh, I don't want to have to deal with that. But, yeah, that that's my point. It's like the... There's a little bit of both of those. Whatever that, that show was, uh, it, it definitely ignited something in that family or whatever and you would not think that from a contract brewer uh rob what is the uh what is, do they have anything on the schedule for uh king's park uh yeah actually uh oh, what am i doing i'm doing their summer smash uh l it's uh being brewed on thursday wait what? this thursday what's Hold the on. single malt what's yes, the single hop? Thursday. what's mm. the, what's the mall what's the hop <laughs> What's the hop? I don't know. Let me let me grab the label. Hold oh, on. He's right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in the He just got out of the mill. He just out of the mill. See, dude, we're, we're peeling back that curtain, and it's, uh, oh, how the mighty will fall. Here's your uh, number one uh, podcast. <laughs> Hold on. I got to dig through. See, that's the downside 
do contract brewing, you, you get stuck with a ton of labels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where you just, when they go to leave, you put it in their hands and go, this is yours. I, I hope I hope I put the right label on the right beer. <laughs> All right, so right here. Uh, let's see. It's a single malt, single hop, and it's a Zaka. A Zaka? Ooh, like right. Zaka. Huh. He's brewed with a Zaka before, if I recall. His IPA has a Zaka in it. If I'm not mistaken, I don't, I, I don't fully the the Kings Park with the the the, the tie dye stuff. I think oh. that one has a zaka in it. Yeah. If the I'm not mistaken, St. Johnlin, I think that is. Yes. Oh, I, let me grab that label too. Because <laughs> he's what brewing that. Why don't you just go through the library, there? brewer <laughs> slash fact checker? <laughs> he's got the book uh, of Ashanti out there. I'm gonna say no. Oh. El Dorado and Medusa. Ah, Medusa. Oh, I knew it was another. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for fact checking that for me, sir. <laughs> no, no problem. You want you want me to check anything else? Any timely fashion? <laughs> I still think brewing is better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully, Mark doesn't care that we're giving away some secrets here, but I'm sure nah, he uh, printed on the label. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, I, I wanted uh, now, now. Let me ask you. Oh, on that label. Yeah. Does it say where it's brewed? Where it's brewed? Yeah. Let me see. It, it should. It better. Yeah, it has to. <laughs> well. There's a little. Yes, you better just say the yes, yes because if not, there's some. Well, no. There's a little coming. thing going around on the island where a, a bunch of breweries are saying it's brewed in can in their facility, mm-hmm. and it was never brewed in can in their facility. Mm. It brewed oh, at a contract what? brewery and canned in that facility. Mm. Well, then you could tell me off the air, and <laughs> I will start because you know me well enough. I will scream from the rooftops, <laughs> "Fuck you!" to anybody and who's not fine. doing it the correct way. Well. Unless Rob is like, hey, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> so much. So he's basically the only person now that could be like, hey, you got to dial this back. <laughs> because I do represent <laughs> the so, a little bit of so, Geek and whatever. So he's got a little bit of the reins. He, he pulls back on you. <laughs> so guess what? We are going to get the new number one podcast mm. where uh, people <laughs> tell me secrets and Gary will just be the fall guy. <laughs> spilling all of the shit. <laughs> it, uh-huh. does, it does say it though, right, Rob? Yeah, it does say it. All right, good. So yeah, there we go. All right. Thank goodness. Uh, we're, actually, uh, we're all in there. Ranking an yeah. Yes, but, uh, yeah, we but have. Hold on. We're, we're a little off track. Hold on. Okay. Uh, all right, so Mark from Kings Park. Yeah. The okay. reason why I bring up Mark is Mark exposed me to a hop, uh, to Monkey Box 630. Oh, I so uh, I saw that on one of uh, A6. No, not on these. Not the ones no, we have here. Yeah. It's, it's on that one? Is it on that it's one? It's in this one. Are you sure? Rob, we got Shades of Green, we have uh, Play Like a Girl, and we have the uh, Hop Steiner. Okay, so H- yes, in so front you won't of us. find HBC 630 on any of those. No, so that no was, we have that H- was one of the, HSO yeah, that was, 9326. Yeah. yeah, so that hop was uh, one of the original hops that I put in Casualty of Circumstance, but then at one point, uh, after brewing it, you couldn't get it anymore. Really? So, yeah, and you know, Mark introduced me to this hop, and I'm like, ah, oh, fucking asshole, I can't get it now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot, Mark Thanks. So I was looking for something That would be uh, equally as interesting And then I stumbled on Brew 1 And Mm. Brew 1 is fun Because it's got this wonderful pear character to it Nice pear notes And like with a a slight tropical Like bass note And when Gary was talking about Nelson I'm like, oh man This this should Because for me, Nelson just comes off You know, wine, grape, that kind of character Right, right, right and I just thought that the pair with the great, I felt like that would just be a wonderful marriage. And, uh, yeah, so if it wasn't for Mark 
at Kings Park, we would not have uh, been using Brew One. There you go. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Trace, trace your lineage. I don't think that guy. Yeah, and in what? And it's funny. There is. It it happened to me uh, with Lithology. We brewed a beer together. Um, Daler Ale. Oh, the Daler. And I it was Daler. a tremendous yeah. hit. Yeah. And they got to bring that back. At, well, well you can't pro- find that hop anymore. That hop was was um, being grown on uh, thirty seven hop. Uh, or twenty seven hop. Twenty seven. And uh, he stopped making, making it. It, yeah. it was Thor. He got bigger. Oh, that's right. It, it did have Thor, Thor in it. Fuck. And I bought everything he had. <laughs> and then we gotta get out there. And then and then he started growing weed. And, and yeah, and then now he's, he's just killing. Now he's real happy. Uh-huh. Now he's selling CBD freaking pre rolls yeah. and such. Bro, uh, if we're gonna start talking about hop gripes, I got some hop gripes. Oh, oh yes, I love hop gripes. <laughs> but we uh, also you know what grinds my hop Steiner beer. You know what really grinds, what grinds my gears? <laughs> Let's keep this positive because we were also drinking the uh, hop Steiner. Yeah, so there, you had some the, fun little new hop there. Yeah, no, what? no, no, yeah, no. Those are some fantastic hops. I'm so glad they uh, exposed me to those. But I do want to just quick departure, Steve. Yes, uh, Steve. Do you remember? Uh, all right, so Whipple Brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you did you ever experience their hop mystery? No. No. Okay. Uh, Jason over at Strong Rope exposed me to this hop. Dude, hop is it's freaking it's 25 percent alpha acid. What? Twenty five percent just in a in a you know in a ninety just pellet, like wow. no no cryo nothing crazy. It was twenty five percent, and it you know it's a New York State hop, and it was just this beautiful fruit character. It was so good, and you can't get it now. Of course not, because <laughs> it's too not. good. Because Everyone it was so good. Too good. Because you didn't get online in Brooklyn at <laughs> two a.m. <laughs> to get. <laughs> four pack of those hops. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a twat. <laughs> the uh, the 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 hop of fields and what people are doing and putting together. Is there anything that could be comparable? Do they come out with new strains all the time? All like, the time. And so, it, is it hard to you keep what it up? Is, with? It's it's just what they do. They just crossbreed. Yeah, everything. Uh, and and it takes years, but they've been doing this for so long that they just. Well, just like some of the ones that that Rob's been using, so Rob they just yeah, have I mean, numbers yeah, until you, they give I was it a name. Say, so you have uh, in in um, everything is clicking now, Rob. If we're drinking that. We drank that already. It's gone. Um, you have HS zero nine three two six. I mean, this just sounds like you know the year thirty thirty two, and everyone's got a, um, a a barcode on their wrist. What what is it about that hop? Where the hell did that thing come from? It, how do you f- stumble upon something like that to know what to do with it and where to go with it? All right, so shout out to my Hopsteiner rep, Heather. Yeah. So she stopped by, and uh, we were just bullshitting, and uh, she was like, oh, hey, you know, we just, uh, you know, are you familiar with us? I'm like, absolutely. I freaking love, you know, your Eureka and, and Denali, or, uh, sorry, formerly Denali, now Sultana. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting story. So, uh, <laughs> Sorry, you were so chewing they, it. Yeah, they actually changed that? From Denali? Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's not Denali anymore. It's Sultana. That's um, all right, well, I'll go into the story. So apparently there's a... I haven't, I haven't fact-checked this, but so anecdotal. Uh, don't crucify me. Um, <clears throat> so apparently there's a Denali Brewing, like yes. brewing company. Yes. Yeah, I've heard of that one, yeah. Did we follow him. Did they give him a cease and desist? What's that? Did they give him a cease and desist? 
I, I believe that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. So there was some oh issue God. where it was like, hey, we don't want you using that name because we'll think of it like this. It's like, what, you know, what if somebody makes a beer with Denali? Like, oh man, Denali sucks. And then we <laughs> oh. the beer. And it's like, oh, well, that sucks because that's that person's brewery. And I got a little excited because I'm like, man, I would love it if they named a Hop Uber Geek. That'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. And then yet again, I'm like, wait, but what if it sucks? Yeah. yeah. Well, don't what pay it, attention to the uh, untapped rating, yeah. and then you'll be fine. Wait if it. No one will you know, give what a shit. What if it tastes like ash cheese and you know? And Gary socks. And Gary's and Gary's team. Oh God. <laughs> Hey, it's pretty quick. Um, it's pretty nice. <laughs> it's floral. <laughs> Gary's got a floral taint. I uh, quickly, Rob, uh, you're you're good with what you were going on your hop tirade. <laughs> Wait, Rob. you want me to back? You want me to backtrack to griping about hops? Or no, do you want no, to no. About, yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering if you were done with that that train of thought. Oh yeah, I'm d- yeah. Sorry, I'm done with that. Okay, so you hit one uh, gripe and everything was... is clicking. Yeah. Uh, so the, what I was most excited about for this is uh, the Salvo product. Ah. Yeah. 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 So you uh, have. Trust me, they're not. They're not paying me to say this. Yeah, Eureka this Salvo, right? Sure and the CTZ Salvo. Yeah. So yeah. So we use Eureka and some CTZ. Mm-hmm. And what's what's really cool about it is that it's you know it comes in a tin, and dipping. Uh, this you is dipping. Pro- <laughs> what's that? I said, are you dipping? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Packing fat know, little, lippers. Little, 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 yeah. A little bit of chalk. <laughs> little bit of chalk. Um, so it comes in a tin, and you know, I'm not I'm not really one to use just anything that's just not in a you know flower form. Yeah. So no, I was like, oh, I'm a little hesitant, but um, no, it, it's a product where there's no bitterness to it. Mm. It's all just flavor. Um, the only downside to it is that you have to put it in hot side. You can't throw it in like a dry hop oh, or anything really? like that. Hmm. Yeah. So I even asked Heather. I was like, "Well, but what happened? What if I just did it? What if I you did know? do that and I broke the rule, the <laughs> law?" And she's like, "No, I don't recommend it. Please well, don't do that." Well, then it becomes a like, synergy brew thing, and it's my fault. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Gary told me to put God it in. Damn, Gary and his adjectives break the rules. <laughs> Gary told me to put it in fucking fermenter. And you always have it out there. You can always say it. Yeah, and and there you go. See, I never have to do a pilot batch because if something does suck, I'm just like, well, it, it was a synergy beer. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've clearly met Gary. Clearly, this is the problem. So you clearly you see what's going on here, aka Gary the Out Rosen. Yeah, the Out. <laughs> um, so, so Heather, so I asked Heather what the dosing rate on this stuff was, and she, you know, was like, oh, one tin per fifteen barrel, whatever, blah blah blah. And uh, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, so I was like, so I can throw all of it in? She's like, no, don't don't throw all of it in. I'm like, but I really want to throw all of it in. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to. Come on. I'm like, it's here. It's in front of me, please. Come on. That said so it was okay. A, a compromise is that I threw almost all of it in. <laughs> I didn't do what she said, but I didn't do what I, I said. <laughs> so we're good. We compromised. <laughs> Yeah, but ha- I'm very happy with how it came out. That's what it, it, like, it that's actually all aged. It, it aged a little bit. So when it first was packaged, I was like, "Oh, it's a good beer." And yeah. then it gave it like two weeks, and I was like, "This is a this is great." Wow. It, it, it just can conditioned really well, and I feel like the hop flavors came into a really nice harmony with a little bit of time. Nice. We uh, we've enjoyed both of them, and now we're cracking open. Uh, what do we got here? This is Shades of Green. Ooh, yeah, it's very good. Uh, Shades of Green to me hits my palate a little closer. Sorry, Stephen, I just finished the rest of this. Um, good, of brother. course, you know why. Hop number one, Citra, and that's that's <laughs> my go-to hop. Since we're talking about hops here, that is my go-to hops. Is that what is your go-to hop, Rob? 
Definitely not Citra. Oh, <laughs> but you did something um, so good. It, no, it's it's, it's funny. So this is like my, my first time really using Citra. Yeah. I don't. I I've never really done it just because. I don't know. I, I like it. It's got a good character to it, mm. but you can just throw it anywhere. Just just throw it around. Throw it in the dry hop, in the boil, just around the brew house. It doesn't matter. Just throw it, and it's great. Throw it down. And I feel like that always bothers Gary's me. Gary's pants. It'd be great. Yeah, Gary's pants. Yeah. <laughs> so. The, the fact like that you could just use it anywhere <laughs> just really, uh, yeah, it got to me. So recently I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so uh, actually, shit, no, Shades of Game is the second time I used it. First time was uh, learning to embrace the unconventional. Ah, mm. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the subtext on that is by embracing the conventional. Um, so that's why I ended up throwing the Citra in there. I almost also threw Mosaic in, but uh, I didn't really want to. So I threw in some more Zotka. <laughs> And I assume that turned out delicious because those are my favorites. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah those have been gone, long gone. Um, <laughs> so, so what? I kind of miss it. <laughs> what are your favorite hops? What What is that one hop you just like? I just love that. Hop. Could that be Steve's oh, four man? questions? Oh. So I have to redo the music track. Ooh. Son of a bitch! Yeah, can we get something swanky going? <laughs> <laughs> just say little skilly dap doo dap. I'm gonna have to redo all production on a whole new track now. God damn it! What's yeah, you need to do like hop? some sort of like fade away right now with like an ocean scene and me laying there. <laughs> like, like a <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Rob man. is just so like undercover hilarious. Yeah. Like he's a funny dude, but he is just well. We just said some of the funniest fucking things I've he, ever heard in my life. I'm gonna say this, Rob. You have a face for radio because what? <laughs> wait, wait, no, no. And follow me on this. When you were on the show, you weren't as open and as at you. Yeah, I think you were a little nervous because of being on air and stuff like that. You on the phone. Untethered Rob is awesome. Well, he's been just fucking sticking his face underneath the taps the whole time. Exactly. Another beer here. He's another like, beer I there. gotta fucking still pack and move this house, dude. It, it, it radio gold right now from Rob. You don't think of it, right. but he has given me the best insult I've ever had in my life. <laughs> oh, really? And I'm friends with Tim Saliani and fucking <laughs> this guy and a but Liam and all of my scumbag all right. ass old friends. <laughs> so it, and Rob, unassuming, awesome fucking scientist. side note, Tim Saliani. Fucking getting jacked. Yeah. He he's pulling the, uh, the Ethan Supley kind of shit. He, he, well, yeah, he's he 100 big. pounds. Dude, not just that. He's getting, well, yeah, he's getting jacked. Bulk. He's a pretty, pretty man. He's a pretty, he's wow. pretty. Right. I'll tell you later on. I'm going to be scared of him leading seconds. down the, uh, the, uh, the the drum line, uh, the, the band. Oh, yeah, when he's the, he, the major. I'll tell you how I found him later on. We'll get back to Rob. Just, just remember, Rob is like undercover, fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> same as Sally. He's getting undercover, rock jacked. It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna hear about that insult later. We're gonna get into that. I wanna, I because we were. But we're, what is your favorite hop? What is your favorite hop? That was just about to go. Uh, man, all right. So my favorite hop is one hundred percent. It has to be Idaho Seven. Mm. All right, I like it. Yeah, I like it. So. Yeah, no, but here's the thing. So, like, it is a phenomenal hop, and I, I'm, I'm glad not a lot of people use it because I like it so much, and I don't want people to like really catch on that it's <laughs> fucking amazing. Uh, too yeah, late. Keep using your Citra, bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep using, yeah, exactly, yeah, keep using Citra and ignore Idaho Seven, please. Well, if Gary gets his show to be like uh, streamed 600 times, everyone's gonna know. Idaho Seven's the way Idaho to go. Seven's the way to go. Some Fuck. Bitches. Well, now I'm now yeah, now you're at a All right, so now I can't do it. All right, yeah. so now you're gonna have to have me back on next time. <laughs> yeah, and I'll blow it. up everybody's shit, and that will be the biggest one. <laughs> there you go. Um, Idaho Seven. I I like it. You know what my favorite hop is? Get it. 
cashmere. Yeah, you, I think you've uh, said that before. Man, I love that. You album. love the old smooth. cashmere with a little little touch of comet. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Ooh, comet, old school, nice. Yeah, yeah brother. Well, we were talking yeah, about no, uh, comet com- is so underrated. Mm-hmm. We were talking about like uh, noble hops a few shows ago. We were talking about uh, centennial. Um, well, all the, the big scenes. Mount the Hood. Scenes, yeah. Cascade. Cascade, yeah. Centennial. Mm. Those, those. Well, when, uh, when Larry from Spider Bite started doing those, uh, the the letter hop oh, beers yeah. with yeah. A, B, C, I, I think he fell off because he ran out of hops to, to name it. It's only a certain amount. But A, B, C was great. I mean, right, you couldn't do D because Denali's gone. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so those pricks over at Denali. It's a, such a oh, by the way, spot. they're going to be on next uh, show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. Uh, but the, the the idea though is some of those those C Centennial, you know, Cascades, uh, Citra, Columbus, Columbus. I like you know what Columbus Cashier. is another underrated. We had done a, a smash beer with just Columbus. Yeah, and. People loved it. They were like, "What hop is this?" They were like, "Oh, what are you? What is that? You know, is it a Zaka? Uh-huh. Is it?" I'm like, yeah, "It's fucking Columbus, man. No, it's not from New Zealand. It's, it's fucking fine. Columbus. It was from upstate New York. <laughs> it's what so the fuck?" <laughs> I think that's the little bit of what we put into uh, play, like a girl. Yeah, I think that was a handful. It was like uh, Columbus. I think is what we did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Just to make did. it more about that's me, because right. yeah. <laughs> fuck so. you guys. Yeah, make, yeah, make <laughs> it more about Gary, please. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tantrum soon. I I really quick because we have a Springs beer here. Uh, this is the mm. the new one. I have not tasted this, by the way. This is uh, never let uh, never left. What never left wasn't here. Um, give us a little breakdown. Uh, this is the break pale. Down. Break it down. Um, uh, Rob, what uh, wh- what went into this? Because uh, it's not as uh, detailed as some of your cans are. Do you remember what uh, never left wasn't here was all about? Just kidding. Um, not at all. Uh, awesome. No. I. I, uh, yeah, shit, that's hard for me to remember. I remember it being delicious. Um, I remember it being very, very good. Um, they had done a pale ale prior to that. Uh, I think it was Backwater. And I was talking to Gunner about it, which I got to say, Gunner, Gunner and Lindsay, like, they're brilliant when it comes to beer. Like, every single time I'm, like, yes, I'm brewing the beer. But they're very uh, particular about how it's done, when it's when things are done, and I, uh, you know, I, 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 I need to you know let everybody know that it, it's not just me; it is, it is a lot of them. Um, yeah. So they did this one beer, uh, Backwater, and I remember we brewed it, and it was fantastic, and it's it's fermenting away, I'm, and then um, we were uh, it was time to dry hop it, and we're tasting it like, man, this doesn't need a dry hop at all. And we dry hopped it, and it was it was good. It was good. Yeah, no, it was it was good. It's just I was in love without with 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 it without the dry hop. Yeah. So they ended up brewing pale again, a little bit different, but that's what you're drinking uh, now. Mm. And they ended up changing up the dry hop. And I'm, <laughs> this beer is phenomenal. I'm so excited about this pale ale, and. I, I don't know who's ever you know said that recently, you know, being excited about a pale ale, but this one is phenomenal. So if you see that one around, please get that. I am I um, I, I'm coming off yeah. of your uh, your every uh, shades of green. Shades of green, yeah. So it's a nice beer. right after I came off of that, I tasted the pale. It, it had a little like a peppery taste to it, just a touch of like something there, a little peppery. I should have probably did a little uh, palate cleanse like Stephen does every time he does his uh, do changeover. But uh, 
overall, though, the base, the pale is there. So, it, you know, easy mm-hmm. drinking, you know, six-something percent, whatever it is. Well, five, four, forget that. Uh, definitely a, a, a lawnmower beer after it's all said and done. Can we just, like, jump, because you mentioned it, like, uh, and I think it just needs to be mentioned, like, a little bit, because I don't think we spoke about the Shades of Green. Yeah. Rob, can you just, real quick, like, not even getting into the beer, mm-hmm. but can you just tell everybody what it's about? Because, like, this is this is worthy yeah. of mention, like, very worthy of mention. Like, Yeah, you, absolutely. Just... So, um, so the Shades of Green, it's, uh, it's a beer that we're going to do annually. Uh, we dropped it for 4th of July, but we're going to, in future years, we'll drop it on Flag Day. It's a beer that we are uh, taking a portion of the proceeds VFWs. of the sales, mm-hmm. and we're donating it to our local VFWs. Um, and then we're also have been giving them, uh, you know, kegs for them to use their VW as they, you know, see fit. Uh, the name came from Jeannie, our tasting room manager. She, uh, um, we were trying to figure out, you know, what to call this. We wanted something that would, you know, honor VFWs and she came up with that. I'm like, that's phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, so that's the, that's the whole concept behind the beer. It's cool because on the, the be... can art, you have the the different shades of uh, you know camo camouflage, whether it be the old school, whether it be the new school, like the digital version and stuff like that. So very cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah so in the artwork there, each uh, each band represents the um, actually the uh, current branches uh, recognize uh, camouflage. Mm-hmm. So each branch is represented there. Um, but yeah, no, it's something that we wanted to do and uh, to be able to give back to the PFWs because you know we find that they're quite underfunded these days. Yeah, for sure. My dad's a veteran, goes to the v, uh, VA all the time, um, you know, for all of the, uh, I guess, things that they offer uh, from his hearing aids to some medical, you know, things. And golf, by the way, if you go up to Northport VA, they have a beautiful golf course. Mm-hmm. My dad gets in there all the time for us, and we we golf that course tremendously. And all the proceeds from the golf course go to the VA. Mm-hmm. So awesome. you know, sp- support all your uh, your veteran needs. And we had a fourteen star on two weeks ago, who was a uh, veteran owned brewery. And same thing, they have a, a ton of these uh, you know uh, charities that they give back to every year, and it's a, it's a it hits home with a lot of people for sure. So th- good job on this one, and not to mention. Mm-hmm. Beer's are freaking delicious. Oh well, thanks. But actually, shit, I got a I got a sidestep as well. Um, this this beer, the 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 majority of the recipe itself is actually not my brainchild. Um, this is uh, the, the majority of the recipe was created by my friend Blaine Horn. He uh, he lives over in California, and uh, he was like, "Hey, you know, we, we should uh, we should do a beer for uh, you know VFWs." I'm like, "Absolutely." Let's do that. And we actually started doing that last year with a beer uh, called 13 Stars. Mm. And this year we uh, were like, all right, let's make something. Let's scale something up to a much more commercial level. And this is what came out of it. So he sent me the recipe. He's like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, dude, this looks like a phenomenal recipe. I tweaked like one or two things, and we just ran with it. So this is what popped out. So thank you, Blaine. Very cool. There you go. Um, I want to get back to a question I asked Rob before. Um, Rob in studio, not Rob on the phone, um, <laughs> because he is the, the 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 point of sale. As we were talking about, yeah. you know, people coming in. You, we have Springs, we have Uber Geek, we have Synergy. How do you approach your customers with these beers? Oh well, it depends on who comes in. So I ask them what their palate is. 
and go from there. So basically, if they want something hoppy, put it toward either like an Uber Geek, uh, what's hot right now, uh, Abomination, right? If do, I you have a lot, do you have a lot of like beer nerds coming in? Do you have it's, uh, the West Babylon store more known now, but yeah. like Lindenhurst starting to kind of see? Yeah, it's people actually have a couple handles for people at Lindenhurst mm. because um, Cool Spot never had it. No. No. <laughs> they had more Can, mold than beer. Do we have you on? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true. It's very true. There's a lot of mold. Shots. Shots. A lot fired. of mold. When you walked into that place, let me just let me take people back really quick. So there was a, a local uh, distribution center, we'll say, called Cool Spot. It was well known. We used to get beer there when I was like 15, 16 years old. So yeah, I mean, it's old. It's that. It's old, and and you know what kind of place it is if if I say it like that. Um, it's it was still there. Up until last year. Yeah. And when you walked in, there was a forklift followed by a whole bunch of stuff yep. that never moved. It never yep. moved. I don't even think the forklift ever moved. I never <laughs> saw the forklift so, move. $2,500 worth of garbage that was old beer sitting in the corner. It was just shoved in the corner. Of what, though? What was it? Uh, Heineken, Coors Light, uh, Coors Banquet. Uh, the list goes on. The champagne of beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stuff oh, that could have been yeah. sold, but wasn't packaged right, wasn't taken care of. Right, And right. just was kind of shoved in the corner. Oh, man. Um, and we know the whole story, for those people who are, are knowledgeable about the South Shore Long Island Cool Spot, was a beverage distribution center that uh, kind of went belly up after uh, they owed a bunch of money to a bunch of big people. And uh, yeah. that did not last all too long. And I remember... Yeah. Uh, w- driving by the day it went down, and there was some big federal people yep. wow. there taking stuff. Yeah. It was I, I just a uh, big deal. Like I said, I don't know the man. Yeah, no, no. It's just what it is. But yeah. at the end of the day, he knew what he was doing. He knew what yeah, he was in for. Him. I mean, I I can. I have stories. I'm pawning stories. Yeah. Because everyone comes and tells me stuff. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, what do I believe? Well, all the locals, we all knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't the first time. He so we knew he was going to catch had propane, like, yeah. stuff like that. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> propane. Pretty much. Stop paying his bills. Stop doing everything. But it is what it is. He knew what he was doing. He was trying to get himself out of the business. And yeah. it was the way he wanted to do it. So he went out the way he wanted to go out. Yeah. And in the end, yeah. the good thing that sprouted up was yeah. Superstar Beverage. Yeah coming from your conglomerate yeah. of people that knew craft beer. Yeah. Now when you go in there, clean, yeah. organized. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a <laughs> no very mold. No, no, no mold. <laughs> That's, That's a positive. Positive. Is that a I was going to say, oh, oh. shit, when I was on the dating apps, I should have been like, hey, no mold. Single man, no mold. No mold. <laughs> no. Fuck! This guy's fucking hot. <laughs> All right, hang up now. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, oh, she's sharpening the knife right now yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the big wheel, the stone <laughs> wheel. <laughs> but no, no, seriously, Rob has done a great job. And again, like, yeah, like, like, yeah, uh, because I we, just he posts about there. synergy as the first time I even heard of it yeah. was through him and, and I through did a his tasting there. Yeah, and you know when I do the tastings and everything like that, like, yeah. I'm up and down the aisles with everybody that's looking. Yeah, and it was great because you're a couple of doors that are just really done well. Yeah. And, like, people were asking questions, and I was answering, and, and, and whatever, and, like, they know to go there for some yeah, just, just great beer. Like, you did a hell of, like, you do a hell of a job over Thank there. You. And even the other guys that aren't as knowledgeable, just uh, like like, like yeah. that one new dude, he was like, oh, hold on. And he's like, and then he went to ask me, and then he went to ask whatever. And that's something yeah. cool that you have built, 
Because if, if you don't know the answer to a question, sometimes you put on the spot. But this kid had the wherewithal, and he was a young kid. Oh yeah, wherewithal to be like, hold on, let me let me let me get you the answer for that. Yeah, yeah. which is awesome, and I think that's a testament to you, yeah. like training them and and whatever and you know. I actually uh... <laughs> beating him out in the back. You <laughs> ever open your mouth again? Tie him to the old forklift. <laughs> <laughs> the old forklift out back. Twenty lashes. For those wrong. of you who don't know what an IPA means. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what he's talking about is actually my uh, my other assistant. His name's Nicholas. Mm. Uh, he's actually a really good guy. He knows a little bit about craft beer, but yeah, you know, he knows when to, you know. But he knows what he doesn't know, and exactly. I think that's the important part. It's yeah. the key, especially for people that, like I think's you the biggest thing and in the Rob world. and those uh, local craft brewers yeah. don't want false information going yeah. out. So that's why you need someone like Rob in yeah. there to yeah. kind of establish that line of communication that if you don't know, mm-hmm. then don't just say, like, bullshit don't try up, to yeah. yeah don't make shit and up to teach him properly yeah ask the dude that's there ask yeah. somebody else you, you, like and if I you think don't know so then text you i mean how many texts do you get about a... certain things oh, of people yeah. coming in yeah, <laughs> a lot. yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually old school beard be completely honest uh someone asked me about elysian space dank mm. dank dank not that's dust. It. that is dust. it's 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 danker than the dust it is now so it has what no good no, I was going to say, it has that idea that if you go into one of these distribution places and you have questions, you can ask them. There'll be people that will get you an answer. So don't go in, and I'll, I'll say this to the audience that doesn't know craft beer as much as some others. Don't go in feeling like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm undecided or I, I just don't know enough and I don't want to ask, so I'll just pick whatever. Don't do that. Ask the questions you need to ask in order to get the beer that you want. Because there is a beer for you at these places. And they don't have the answer. Find another place that does. Because that is only going to make things better for everybody else. Like, if I go somewhere and I ask somebody, I want to walk out. It was like when I was a homeowner. And I had somebody coming to do uh, work. Yeah. And they would come to give me, like, an appraisal or whatever, uh, uh, an estimate. Mm. I wanted to walk out of that with a little bit more knowledge than I had beforehand. Yeah, correct. You know, and I think that's what you're building. That's what a, a, a few of these places are doing. And again, and it comes back to the tasting rooms too with who you employ and and everything yeah. like that. Well, and on top of it, he's you know, at the Uber Geek tasting room. He's yeah. pouring yep. beers. Yeah, he's absolutely. knowledgeable enough. Yeah. So there you go. I don't think too many people would know when they walk into a distribution center yeah. or anything of a, uh, of a, a beverage place that they would get someone who actually works at a local brewery that knows certain things. Yeah. Obviously, you wear the gear, and that makes a lot of sense, and you represent the brand. Yeah. The uh, concept is, though, if you see something like that, that's the person you ask. Yeah. Go over to that person and ask them, what do I want? This is what I like. Yeah. Same thing that I did at Brew Through. I knew exactly the kind of beer I liked. Yeah. So if the person is knowledgeable enough, they know mm-hmm. what you would want based upon a few adjectives and a few things mm-hmm. like, I, ABV or the type of style that you like yeah. and all the things that we've gone through tonight, that is a key to both, you know, the business on Rob's end yeah. and the business on you, Rob's end. Exactly. For everybody. Yeah. I, I do find, though, that more and more Home D's are starting to have a better knowledgeable staff. Yeah. Where I, I feel like they if should. you yeah. ask a question, I mean, I remember back, shit. It's probably 15 years ago, yeah. and I went in some shithole place, and I was like, do you guys have Korsendonk? And the guy went, 
what the fuck is that? Oh, Jesus. And I was like, all right. I got to go. Oh, I'm going to go. <laughs> I got to go. Like this. <laughs> Peace, brother. Yeah. That was also one of my early guys with Ed and I. Like, like, so is that the dude, same person dude, that goes Hoffenbrau? Hoffenbrau. Back in the day. Closing dog, closing dog, Brown. Oh, the brown man. For me. Unbelievable. Out of this world. And, Just unbelievable. And if you took it and you looked, there would be little chunks of raisins on the bottom. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's still one you of the. You got to tell like, Pete that's the goodness. That's the goodness. It is the goodness. That's, what, that's still one of the best. By, like, by the oh, way, where is Pete tonight? I, didn't he have a bar mitzvah? He was. He uh, did, yes. He, he was, was the foreskin holder. He was. Well, he yeah. Was, but he it's was, not going to be an adjunct. It's a No, no, no. No, no. Nowadays, nowadays they give it back. Yeah. <laughs> they hold on to it f- since from the bris. For and now. You get it back if you want it. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I, yeah, I came so up a little bit early. He's like, like the ring bearer, but he's he's the foreskin bearer. It's like that, that, <laughs> that movie, Tomcats. Well, well, it's a ring bearer. Yeah. Where, where uh, uh, what's his name's uh, son uh, tells uh, what's his face to go get him his ball. Out of the uh, thing, you ever see Tomcats? <laughs> he he gets his. He had to get a ball removed because of cancer, and uh, he kept it was it in uh, the jaw. Uh, Bruce, Brucey, Brucey, what's his name? John, uh, Gary John, Busey. Gary Busey, Busey. Thank That's you. Busey's That's son is in it with. Oh, uh, no. And he asked. Uh, the, it's another guy. I, I I'm terrible with names, but it, he asked him. <laughs> you need to go get my ball. And he goes into <laughs> like the laboratory. Have you seen my bitch? And he finds he finds <laughs> the guy. You're canceled. Yeah. <laughs> he, Sorry. <laughs> he finds the guy and he gets the ball and he has to like he he, he misplaces it. He, it rolls down the hall. Someone steps on it oh. and, then, and he ends up finding like a walnut and giving it to him. He goes, "Thanks for getting my ball." You, you got to see that that movie Tomcats. One of the all-time greats, and no one ever gives it. Same thing with. Uh, How old is that? Bro? Not another teen movie. You got to watch. Not another teen movie. Those are good. though. That is a classic movie. How high? Yeah. Like some of those '90s <laughs> comedies, just is is embedded in my soul. And that whenever you, any reference that I can have, you're gonna find me find like a, a late '90s, early 2000s comedy yeah. in my in my references all the time. No, Scotty doesn't know. Yeah, Scotty doesn't know. Scotty I listen to it. My know. kids Lush know the song. <laughs> My kids know the song. It's probably not Scotty's good. Scotty's got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when cell phones were early... And there were flips and whatever, and you could first get a ringtone. That was like one of my first no. actual ringtones first. ever. Man, 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 I was man, like, man, yeah, man, Scotty man, doesn't man. know. Like, it was one of my first, like, ever, like, hey, I can do something other I than did these one. On on his birthday. <laughs> By the way, didn't that they play that at uh, Emo Night in Brooklyn? Yes, they did. They do, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's a classic Emo Night in Brooklyn and song. We got, we got back from. Uh, Lustra? Is that Lustra? It's Lustra. Yeah, yeah. We got yep. back from uh, Delaware and. We were just beat and everything, and yeah. this past Friday at Amity Musical was emo night. Did you like, go? No, yeah. I wanted. I wanted to. So I went bad, once. I don't know man. if I need to go again. I mean, it's cool and all, but it, it's like you know, you're gonna hear the same pretty yeah. much the emo same night. Lineup. Like, wait, isn't that just depression? Yeah, pretty much. It's you know, I like to go on the ship. You want to go on the ship? It's a, that's all sold out. I know you can't go on it. You got to win tickets now. Imagine you and I win <clears> tickets. <throat> emo night. Emo. Uh, emo's not I had dead. To, I already have the shirt. I know you do. All right, listen up. We got to start to get out of here. This is, uh, shit, we're going way long. I told you I would just keep this going. <laughs> no, we, we could have conversations all night. <laughs> just, just some I'm of just us have to work in the morning. Uh, not you. Rob, are you still on the phone Me with too. us? Hello? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Now, that's a trooper right He's there. In the car. He's in the car now. Holy shit. Yeah, He's yeah, moving. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's fucking track them. <laughs> yeah. Yo, go. just make sure you bring that order to Polywater Bre- uh, Beverage. You got it. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, I'm still here. Uh, right. I was just about to pop a tank open. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I want you to give you an opportunity to you to uh, go ahead and uh, plug Uber Geek and give us all the information about it. Oh, God damn. Okay. Uh, you got this. Yeah, no, all right. Put me on the spot. Hold on. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, hey, I'm Rob. That's what I'm talking about. He's, yeah. You are a phone guy all day. I love it. Oh, he's a phone uh, guy, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, no, we uh, you know, we, we try to push push limits, push boundaries. Make I, I like to brew beer that makes me really uncomfortable because I feel like if I'm uncomfortable, we're then doing something to advance uh, you know, brewing as a whole. It's it's not just rehashing the same shit over and over again. Like it. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's that's the gist of what we're trying to do here. Uh, we're out in Riverhead, and I bartend every Tuesday night. And uh, so, yeah, if you want to come down and really uh, geek out about some really weird shit, whether it's brewing or anything else, I'm, I'm totally open to it. You can have so, people uh, like Gary come in and, and just beg you to do certain things, like crazy things like the Synergy Brew Project. Exactly. Exactly. Where do you now, think when, that when came Gary's from? There, it, it, when Gary's here, it gets very loud, <laughs> and it's just Gary. He's I, been actually pretty tainted. Now, I'm actually very upset yeah. that they and, gave me a microphone and because I'm like, motherfuckers can hear me. <laughs> I, we've heard so many things. Like Gunner was like, "Yeah, good luck with Gary tonight." They didn't say it like that, probably, but he was like, "You're gonna have a lot of fun with Gary tonight." And I'm like, "What?" And, and, and then uh, Cunty, and then Rob Cunty, comes in, Cunty, Cunty, <laughs> and then Rob comes in and Cunty it's so- motherfucking. Cunty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Anyway, right. He, and Rob comes in. And he's like, "Oh, he, is he behaving himself?" I'm like, "What? Everything's been fine so far. What's going on? Nothing out of the ordinary. We're all good." That's because you didn't hear me pee I, under, the, <laughs> under the table. I actually, I actually told, I told Mike earlier. I said. Just so you know, I've I've known Gary for a while, <laughs> and um, we have no clue what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Wild card. So, 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 did I behave myself enough to get uh, like a reinvite that I could come absolutely. back and talk about some listen, other shit? We we don't like to back to back it, but absolutely. Fuck. I'm yeah. not saying tomorrow because no, I'm busy. No, we'll do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy tomorrow. Yeah. He's talking about tomorrow night. <laughs> no, I'm still busy. I, I can't come back until Friday. You've been fine. Everything's been uh, kosher. Like uh, Rob's brewery, I think that was a anti-Semitic. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. hey, yeah. Oh, all of a sudden, oh. uh, those Irish guys. Yeah. Know. Well, hey. Yeah. Well, I think I, like when I thing. promoted this, I said I like I might talk about some crazy shit, and one was like the whole black and tans thing. But anyway, oh. on. yeah. Well, you did. well, the, the one last thing that I want to plug is, yeah, and I want butt. Gary to take this over. Okay. Is uh, is Gary Oki. Oh. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Is this, this a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. It's, it's amazing. It's a thing. So um <laughs> <It's amazing>. What's <laughs> your, Oh my Gary, what's your go-to? What's your go-to song? No, no, no. no I don't it's I don't not sing. Even that. I don't sing. I run shit. Oh, okay. Right. So, Starfish Junction. Yep. They do a lot of great events. By and way, I completely at- forgot to give you tickets and we'll wrap That's up right, with that. Then. And oh, we didn't leave you them the away. I, there's no there's no Well, you give them away in on the next show and whatever. It's fucking cool. Yeah, forget it. Um so, yeah, so Starfish Junction, Andy and Linda, like, great friends of the family and everything like that. And it started Andy's a couple of Andy's a great of dude, by the way. Yes. We love Andy. Yes. Andy he, came down to AC Beer Fest two years ago. Yep. We hung out with him. 
Uh, did we have him on? Did he come on for a few minutes? Or no, we just hung out with him. No. Yeah. Just hung out. We've, we've had him on ever. a few times. Uh, Unbelievable. Nassau Coliseum, Brewfest, yep. to Belmont, to everything that yep. started. Martha Clara back in the day. To I was at that first one. Yep. Love Martha Clara. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, now, uh, what's the uh, Heckscher? Heckscher's been yep. a great one. So Heckscher's going to be the next we one. We get an uh, open August 13th. Every, to- every time there's a beer fest, yep. we get an email. August 13th, Long Island Craft Classic. You guys are going to have, like, everybody that's listening, everybody that's going to listen in the future and everything like that, you have, we're going to figure a way because uh, Starfish Junction and us over here at uh, the Synergy Brew Project have a pair of tickets to raffle off somehow online, whatever, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But, um, so, I started uh, bringing music to listen to when I uh, do uh, Beer Fest, because as soon as the Beer Fest starts, Mm -hmm. so does my mouth. Okay. And I don't shut the fuck up <laughs> until the last person's done. Like, okay. I say all sorts of shit. I, I am way offensive, way... Scott sucks. <laughs> I will never say that. <laughs> I love to explain to people, like, and, like, talk really stupid about the beers. And I'm like, oh, it's because, like, my favorite hobby is mansplaining. Mm. And then when they pick the beer, I'll be like, oh, and my second favorite hobby is uh, victim blaming. And I'll... Fill the glass up to the top so it like spills. I'm like, so if it spills, it's your fault. Yeah, like just dumb <laughs> shit like that. Just dumb little shit like that that I like to do. Um, you like the poke to the guy. Yes. So I basically, what I wanted to start. Yeah, exactly. Was, <laughs> so it started with Sorry. me listening to music, and then I had Mariah lead a. Um, I was like, everybody come to this booth at whatever time, and we're gonna do like a, a fucking time warp. And I had Mariah lead the time warp dance. Okay. And then it turned into I sponsored um, some music at one of their events and I have a friend Renee D'Angelo who is ridiculous her voice is unbelievable whatever but then I was like hey you know what I don't need a real karaoke thing if if it's on Spotify yeah I you, got it you could karaoke the fuck out of it <laughs> and you don't have to sing well and whatnot because okay. it who doesn't want to sing at the end of a beer festival yeah so I got all sorts of weird shit going on, and that's what we do now. And they made me a banner with my face on it. And uh, so now, basically, Renee sings, and then when she's done, we do a very karaoke. debauched version <laughs> of karaoke. Um, it doesn't matter if you, you know, like, it, it whatever it is. Something to look forward Scotty to. Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Something I, look forward I to with, like uh, the uh, IRA chants and whatever, but, you know, whatever, man. It's all good. Like, a little black flag. <laughs> Whenever I show up, rules get a little bit bent, maybe fractured. Okay, fair yeah. enough. That's it. If you were looking for a good time, and everyone's everyone's friends here, kind of kind of vibe, yeah. go over to the uh, the, the Garaoke At Long Island Craft Classic. Uh, Long Island Craft Classic. August 13th yeah. at uh, Heckscher. And if you can't quite afford the tickets, they they we got a couple that we're gonna raffle. Yeah, off we're gonna figure out some sort of uh, yeah. Or we'll, another. We got two shows, I think, or one show, one show between now and then that we'll figure out. We could always do a yeah. social media thing too. Whatever you want, so, you yeah. just understand that that uh, you know somebody's got to follow the uh, Synergy Brew Project and somebody's got to follow the yeah. LI beer events. That's, Easy enough. That's it. Plain and simple. Fair enough. Uh, Rob, anything else before we uh, let you go? No. Rob's sitting in the dark How do you just fade out on that Nope and then just let it go black (laughs) He's right now He's just sitting in the brewery in the dark Just like Oh please shut the fuck up Let me go 
Rob, I'll let you go. Thanks a lot for joining into the show tonight. Rob Rafa of Uber Geek Brewing out in Riverhead. Check him out on Uber Geek Brewing on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that other good stuff. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Later, buddy. Robbie. Cheers. Awesome. Oh, and also, other than uh, that, uh, over at North Fork Brewing Company, they have a pair of tickets to the um, Long Island Craft Classic that they are raffling off. Oh, $20. Okay. Uh, to get into the raffle, and okay. now this is these are seventy dollars tickets, and mm-hmm. there's a pair of them for twenty bucks. You get five tickets. All the proceeds wow. go to the Ed Hahn Memorial five. Scholarship, which okay. is my father's uh, scholarship. Oh wow! So uh, that's another place. If uh, you're not going to call in and whatever we do here, and you just happen to be out on the East End, that's another place to uh, go to get some of that because Starfish Junction and Allied Beer Events are uh, have been very very generous to us. So. Yeah, yeah, great people, great times, and uh, everything they've ever done. Has always been uh, Long Island centric. Yeah, hundred percent. With all the craft breweries in mind, Very and over amazing. the years they've uh, evolved um, and and changed and morphed into the venues and and the lineups and stuff like that. So they're, they're just terrific. He's they're got terrific. his ear to the ground, we'll say. And he's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, Rob, yes. go ahead and plug uh, some superstars locations. Uh, of course, uh, West Babylon Superstars located at nine forty eight Little East Neck Road. Lindenhurst is located at new um, location. Whoop, whoop. New location. Love it. No mold involved. <laughs> no mold involved. <laughs> on Talk Highway with no mold or creatures. <laughs> uh, wait, they were creatures. Oh, Creature. Oh my god. Creepy crawlies. Creepy crawlies. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. And we're rock and rolling. I'll be at West Babylon Superstar from 10 to 4 tomorrow. There so. you go. And when you're out at Uber Geek? Uber Geek every Tuesday. I won't be there tomorrow because I'll be working at Superstar. Yeah. I'll be on vacation. But Tuesdays but are, are your, your Tuesdays, jam. usually. we uh, <laughs> Last week, what did we do? $250 worth of chicken? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. That's a lot of chicken. That's when we had the account coming in brewing there. Oh, thing. right, right. We yeah. had a lot of beers. Yeah, a lot of beers. Yeah, a lot of beer, a lot of chicken. A lot of chicken. A lot of beer, a lot of chicken, a lot of fun. Gary, let's talk about Synergy. What do we got? What do we got coming up? What do we got going on? So Synergy Brew Project right now. Um, so Rob has his uh, two cases for um, uh, West Babylon and uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Lindenhurst. L- Lindenhurst. Yep. That'll be there. It's going to be uh, like we'll be there tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow it'll be... Where else? Do, 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 do. Pollywoda oh. uh, out east, and yep. it'll be at uh, Jufro Dave's. Uh, Bellport Dave. Oh, uh, Bellport Dave's Dave. Cold. Did you just say Dave. Jufro Dave? Well, my last name is Rosen, so I'm the one that's allowed <laughs> to call him He gets to that. say it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Jufro Dave. Then we're going to see that in distribution next week. That fro is... I love him. It's fantastic. He's getting old. He's getting old. The fro is not as good as it used to be. Mm. But he's one of my one of my, one of of my my best friends. Yeah. And beyond that... Yeah. Um, the next beer that's going to be out will be um, within a couple of weeks. Um, I am on the committee for uh, uh, the Safe Center Long Island, which is a phenomenal oh, nice. charity. Amazing. So the Safe Center, L-I-P-A. <laughs> See what I did there? No. Uh, yeah. Excuse anyway, I, I like that. So um, they are doing their uh, annual fundraiser August... 29th, I believe, what, uh, whatever that Monday is. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic. So please hit up the show or myself over at Synergy Brew Project uh, on Instagram. I can let you know about that. We're doing that, which is going to be a phenomenal IPA that all the proceeds are going to uh, that charity. We have um, coming up 
a beer from um, Notorious Crazy. Tattoo. Uh, the guys that do all our labels. Yeah, phenomenal stuff. Them, I mean, they're just like, we, we haven't mentioned them enough. They're amazing. They're getting their show on TLC. They were on another TLC show. Amazing people. Amazing work. So charity driven. It's just so important to me with my old psychology background and the beard thing. And I get to kind of put it all together. Uh, just doing good things with good people for good causes, man. Awesome. It's just awesome. Good times. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Awesome stuff Thank from you. Synergy Brew Project. Check out Springs. Check out uh, Kings Park. Check out Uber Geek, of course. Check mm -hmm. out Synergy. And, of course, all this usually is available at Superstar, Lindenhurst, and West Babylon. So go. check them out. This is the work with Mike Pete and Steve Govs, Radio.com. Before we get out of here, uh, congratulations for Peter uh, for doing his yeah. thing at the uh, Bar Mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah, doing a, we'll, we'll have him back on soon. You know, he's if a very he's busy not, man. If he's not christening stuff, he's 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 doing other things. He's doing other. He does multi-religious. I just want to say cunt one more time before yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I didn't it's, put his mic off. It's actually suing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we really uh, we we miss Pete when he can't be here on these Mondays. But man, Mondays are packed for him, huh? He's it's it seems like every time we have a show. They change his schedule, and now he's, you know, christening things. And today, obviously, I think Mondays are big bar mitzvah. Do you think he wore a uh, yarmulke? I think he wore a dreidel. A dreidel. Yeah. I don't think he can wear those. You can. I get what, like, a, like a like a a bandolier. It depends where you put Did it. You, are you impressed that I remembered bandolier? Bandolier. Damn, I'm fucking good sometimes. <clears throat> this is the word with Mike Pete and Steve GovsRadio.com. Thanks a lot for everyone checking in on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, we'll be putting out this episode on our normal outlets. That is uh, iTunes. Hopped Up Network, of course, always in the Hopped mm -hmm. Up Network. Uh, Amazon Music, it's going to be on iHeart. It's going to be on Spotify. Oh, it's going to be on everywhere you can find things. So thanks a lot for checking Download us out. And before we get out of here, uh, dude, if they can get more than Kings Park Brewery, to, I to dare you! The, I dare you, people. To uh, do listen, that. he said challenge accepted. He dare you, to Barney. Do uh, Barney Fife, you know, tried to get this. <laughs> how I Met Your Mother, <laughs> yeah. tried to get this going. Let's see what happens. Some parting words before we get out of here. If you put a slice of bread on one side of the earth yeah. and a slice of bread on the other side of the earth, okay. is the earth a sandwich at that point? It is. It is. This is where Mike, Pete, and Steve goes ready to come, and we out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Please hang up and try again. This has been the Words on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.